Indianapolis Center, do you have any test operation restricted area 2508? Area 31, Roger. Traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, over. Roger, Area 31. Continue to send at your discretion, over. Okay, Center. The traffic is approaching head-on, ultra right, and really moving. They're right by us right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies, but a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac Wanwan and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Mac Maloney's Military x show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. But first, let me introduce the members of the posse. Girls, get ready, sit yourself down, fan yourself Get your mister, get your, um, what, your squeegee and your loom, because the very famous Juan Juan is here. Hello, girls. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. In fact, I'm glad to be anywhere. Okay. It's going to be fun tonight. How do you I, know? I can feel it. Oh, really? How's yeah, this? I felt it last time, too, and I was right. Were you? Okay. I can't remember I can back. I feel it, yeah. Maybe I'm becoming an empath, I guess. That could be. I don't know. Um, what's uh, going on over there, across the puddle? Well, over here in the UK, uh, it's been raining. Oh, really? And people are sick of it. Yeah, they're sick. It's <laughs> been one of the worst summers they've had in recent times. Oh, that was that's really bad. I'm glad, to be, I'm glad to be a part of it. Oh, uh, really? Maybe it's you. Yeah. And I, it, I mean, the motto is bring, bring your, uh, your umbrella, Bumpershoot. which they call a brelly. Bring your brelly <laughs> and wear your wellies. I'm <laughs> short for Wellingtons. Bring your... You've seen the queen in her Wellingtons all the time, those green boots that come up, you know. Oh, really? TV. Yeah. Hmm. You're talking, you're talking a little affectionately about that. I don't, I don't those okay. things. I just go out in my... Go ahead. Screw it. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just that's the way it is because, you know what, folks? We live on an island. There you go. It's an island. That's what happens. Right. Sherry Spear would be forecasting weird things all day long. They are so lucky oh. we bailed their asses out twice in the last <laughs> century. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of uh, that, no cocoa tonight. Out saving the world, as usual. However, our... National correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward, is here. Yes, and I'm out saving the world in my own way. Oh, tell us. Tell us. No, I, I can't I can't talk about it. <laughs> really? Oh, that secret, that deep? Okay, we understand. Yep. <laughs> uh, so how are you there, Switchy? I'm beyond wonderful. Really? I, um, sorry, got a text from Switch a couple days ago, and it said something like, the caption was no catch-up. What'd you say? Don't put ketchup. Don't you ever put ketchup on this or something? Well, it was it was, uh, it was breakfast. You what, know. what was and it? I, I know, I know that uh, that you have this tendency to uh, to slap ketchup on just about everything that doesn't true. move. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Uh, but what now, was? I have, I have a question for you though. Oh, when you, when you're sure. pouring your ketchup, do you hear the Carly Simon song in the background? Anticipation. Yeah. Hmm. Good uh, one. Okay. Let's let's say I'll say yes. I do. Okay. I do actually. Yeah, I knew well it doesn't work with hunts though, does it? Okay. No, but no. it works with the stuff I get in the UK that comes in the skin. In a what? Bottle. I don't know why they put ketchup in a skinny bottle, but you know what? There's major anticipation on that one. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm usually uh, open up the little packs, stuff. but yeah. that's another show. Uh, so also with us is our uh, security chief, Willie Club, WC. How are you? 
You know, Mac, I'm excellent. Thank you very much for excellent. asking. Interesting. Excellent. As you know, you know, I, I always get it up for the show. Well, 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 we do. You understand, so. Wow. Okay. Now we are literally a minute and a half in. Thanks. I mean, <laughs> First edit. <laughs> I mean, really. So what, everything I mean, okay with you? I, I, I can't say anything, and, and you, you take offense. No, that's right. No, you can't. Who's taking offense? Funny. You know? No, I'm just, just making it. You, you, know, you always ask how people are, yes. and, and if you're honest... Yes. Like we all are. Yes. You know, you, you kind of tell you. I'm, oh, really? Yeah. I'm okay. Fine. I'm going to have to watch that. Uh, so your Patriots are going to be starting uh, in the spring Thursday. training. Yeah, I'm all set for the yeah. game. Yep. Yeah. I'm all geared up. i got my popcorn and beer and yeah. all set. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Are they playing? Are they home or what? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Playing and Houston, who are they playing? Texans, mm-hmm. and Foxborough. They should beat them. Oh, it's not a game. Of, yeah. Yeah. I want to see the players. They don't play those games to win. They I don't have a whole lot of hope, but that might be. Trying to win a spot, but. Good stuff. Let me uh, introduce uh, two people in the house with us tonight. First of all, it's Uncle Al, the kiddie's pal, Alvin Al, the UFO mechanic in the house. Hey, Mac. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Hello, Al. What's up, yeah. What's up kids? Also in the house. Very famous. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up? We're going to go there again? <laughs> uh, very famous uh, crime novelist, Mark Zapola, MZ. Hello. Hello, Mac. How's it going? In the house. I'm, I'm sorry, i got to turn you up there, my friend. Okay. All right, good to be here. Hope you're well. Good to yeah. see everyone. Good to see you, Mark. Everyone is uh, having a good time. Everyone and now, And now, saving the best for last, up there in Sideways, New York, our very good witch, Raven, is with us. Raven, how are you? Hi, my friends. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't want to talk about the haircut? Oh, you do. From this angle, it looks super. I mean, I'm over it at this point. It's been oh. like a month, and it's going to grow back, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we told you. Okay, I'm sure it looks right. Everything okay with you up there? Yeah, we're all good here. Mm-hmm. Any smoke? Yeah, we had a little bit actually today, um, but it went away pretty quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're still kind of just getting like waves of it. Yeah, it's it's burned. The, the Canadian fires have burned more, you know, I don't know. What more um, acreage or more Money. hectares yeah, than the size of the United States? Wow. Okay, imagine the continent of the United States. That's how bad it is. That's global warming right there. They just couldn't put yeah. it out. Yeah, just can't put it out. Anyway, um, okay, so we're all here. So tonight, in a little while, we're going to have a uh, guest on. Uh, the people, one of the people who puts together this YouTube series, or at least you can see it on YouTube, called uh, Creepy Acres. Is that right, Raven? Creepy Acres, yes. Um, we have our friend joining who is a, oh, sorry, I was getting uh, their bio pulled up here. Artist, puppeteer, and master of keeping it creepy, Sean Engelman, yes. the creator of Creepy Acres. Yes. Not that it's better than creepy puppets. Okay, creepy puppets, yeah. you know, you can't get much worse than that, which makes me think of, um, what was the movie by the um, um, the South Park guys, America? Effort. Oh, remember, yeah, remember? Team America. Team yes. America. <laughs> that was creepy. Oh, man. That was awesome. <laughs> the marionettes. That That's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, it really is good. Have you seen, ever seen the unedited? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, <I've>... Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was ahead of its time. Wow. Wow. I mean, the unedited, unedited version. Sorry, I, I, I can't believe puppets are doing this. But anyway. In fact, you were talking about one of your favorite uh, you know, movies like that. Has mm-hmm. anyone seen Benny Loves You? One of my favorites. Oh yeah, that's great. What's the name of it? Benny, Benny loves you. Benny loves, loves you. What's that? A couple of years ago. I'll write that down. Looks, I never heard of it. He looks just like one of the Muppets. 
Okay. All right. And uh, I, I had explained this on, uh, on the show uh, that I did with um, Raven a while back on mm-hmm. the scary movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, and I'll tell you, it's, it's really become one of my favorites. I had my uh, a nephew over. He was young, and he, his, his mother yelled at me afterwards. Well, what's, it what's it about? What's it about? But he looks just like a muffin. What it is, briefly, uh, Benny is the pet uh, a toy of a, of a boy, and he grows up, and he always takes Benny with him. But he lived in his parents' house. Okay. When he got older, he was a loser. Parents died, couldn't get a job. So eventually, he, they came in and repossessed his house. Okay. So we had like a week to get out. Yep. So he had piled up all this stuff, you know, that he's accumulated over the years. Yes. And of course, Benny was one of his favorites. He had him in the box. But finally, he said, you know what? I can't afford to take all this stuff. So he discarded Benny in the trash. No way. And as soon as that ha- happened, Benny just went nuts. Killing people. And he thought that he has to protect this young lad, his oh. friend, the rest of his life. So the whole story is about Benny uh, getting back with uh, his friend when his friend got in an apartment. And mm-hmm. anyone that came near him, Benny had knives and oh. like those Ginshu knives. Okay. And he always took care of anybody that he felt was a threat yes. to Benny. And, yes. and I got to tell you, I wish I had a, a puppet like that. Really? really <laughs> okay. And he looks so much like Oscar the Grouch, you know, one of the big Muppets. Yes, sure. I, I am surprised. Oh, yes. I'm seeing the movie poster never, right now. They never challenged it. You know? <laughs> it's really Al is showing us the movie speaking poster. Of, yes, go ahead, please. Uh, I'm going to order a Benny movies. doll. I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. I've I got to get one. Okay, Christmas is coming. model now. Please, Raven. Order it. Uh, yeah, speaking of horror movies, William Friedkin died. Rest in yeah, peace, man. Yeah, right. William Friedkin, yeah. the guy who he directed... Uh, the Exorcist, yeah, and um, yep. William Peter Blatty. Yeah, well, he's yeah. the writer. He wrote it. Yeah, William Friedkin. Yeah, and but didn't Friedkin, Friedkin do? Didn't he do some um, cop movies and stuff in the seventies? Maybe um, he, he did one called Sorcerer with okay. the name Scheider, uh, Roy Scheider. Oh, Roy Scheider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, when I was in film school, Wawa, um, yeah, two right. of the um, two, when in, in the graduating class, these two kids left, had to leave early, had to leave two weeks early because they were. Heading out to Hollywood to work with William Friedkin, who at the time was a very no big way, guy. Really, it turns out they went out to paint this house. I swear to God. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I figured they'd be doing that one. So anyway, wow, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, so listen, now that we're laughing, why don't we get to? We have a top ten tonight. If you want to, we did a French Connection too. That's, did he yeah, do the? Oh, he did the. Okay, all right. Very Jeez. famous movie. That chase scene, unbelievable, under the uh, elevated um, trains and yeah, best chase scene ever. Yeah, incredible. Every time you think you're going to crash, you get out of it only to think you're going to crash two seconds later. It's really, really, and all one camera shot. I think or most of it. It is. It's yeah. there's no CGI, no special effects. Yeah, no, not back then. But anyway, it's not uh, slow slow mo. No, no, no. Up or something. Right, a dock or anything. You know that they usually do the high bed special effects. Anyway. Um, we have a top ten. Quentin tonight. Tarantino got a lot of his techniques you from know, one, that movie. F- yeah, good. He stole <laughs> them. Stole them. Yeah, stole them from the bullet. I don't know. Um, Raven. He stole it. No, no. So he paid. He paid homage to it. Yeah, right. That's another word for stealing. Um, Raven, we have a top ten tonight. Okay. We do. And you it, sent me top ten reasons why Juan Juan must return to the U.S. Top 10 reasons. <laughs> I think we've done this about eight times before. Top 10 reasons 
Y11 must return to the United States. Let's start the music, please, Raven. Number 10. Sorry, Club. Number 10. <laughs> number 10. Russia's embargo on teddy bear fur has made his job with Prince Andrew quote unquote redundant. It has indeed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good thing this thing doesn't uh, have number, crickets. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, the queen is dead, so what's the point? What's the point, right? Exactly. All right, okay. Next. The Jubilee was fine and everything, but then boom, she died. She's, she's gone. <clears throat> yeah. Next, please. Uh, number eight. Uh, British film star Lily James is reportedly living on Plum Island, Massachusetts, and working as a waitress at the Beach Coma to. Oh. Sorry. To prepare for a part in her next movie. Pam and Tommy Part Two. Where did our love? Where did our love stick go? Where did our love stick go? She just signed for that. She's in character. One, you got to come back next, please. Yeah, I got her. Number seven. Uh, he wants no. He needs his car back. Yeah, you can. You wish it. Yeah, car, right. Yeah, right. I, I got people six. asking me about what what I did with it, and you know, yeah. does it have a good home? Yeah, and you have to say I don't know and no. We say Carvana or something. Yeah. I'm sure they put it in a farm up upstate. It's running around up there. It's fine. Next, please, right? Uh, number six. Uh, his pet hedgehog, Winston, has a twin cousin living in New York City, and Disney has signed them to a three-picture deal. <laughs> that would be Come cute. Come on. You, know, you, you haven't seen a good hedgehog. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Don't you, can't you see that animated? Dancing yeah, around? Yeah, I mean, they're so cute. I, now I got three in the, in the yard. Three, got, huh? Uh, Two adults and a little baby hedgehog. And really? One video at night video I got, I saw two little babies. So, wow. The hedgehogs they're, are busy. They're, they're walking babies. They're, they're not babies in the mm-hmm. nest. They're little guys. Aren't they like little porcupines? Going, I there's two in there. Aren't they so like four in the, in the yard? Don't they have like spines like porcupines? They they do, but they're not uh, they're not as sharp. I, I felt them. They're not as sharp as you porcupines as porcupines feel like. Man, I was going to ask, uh, how do they get it on? They but do curl up I'm in just... a ball. Oh, that's how they and do it. That's their protective uh, oh, mode of modus operandi. They roll up in a ball. You can't even see their face. All you see is spines. Hmm. Okay, that would work for me. Next, Raven, please. Um, number five. His outstanding bill at the Starboard Galley has accumulated so much interest, they named a booth after him. <laughs> put, a, put on one one step, please. Okay, no. <laughs> He'll be back soon. Next, please, Raven. <laughs> Number four, the UK is considering a prisoner swap. Juan Juan for that British who rides around in cars singing karaoke with washed up and talentless celebrities. Oh, I hate that guy. Oh, I hate, that, I hate that guy. What's his name? He's moved back. He's leaving Colbert? the US. Good. He's a Colbert. Yeah. Who's he? What's his name? My, uh, um, James, I don't know his name. He's James like, Colbert. Not oh, he James. Has his own show. And his own show is terrible. Wow. He's a hack. He's a no talent yeah, ass yeah. clown. And, and and you know he got banned from a restaurant in New York because he was such an a hole. Now think hey, about that jerk. for a second. <laughs> he like from verbally a... abuses people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Take a seat. You're nothing. You're, you're nothing. Come right. at me, whoever you are. You I don't know your name. James something. We'll find him. Uh, please next, Rave. Number three. Uh, the direct train to Ireland is up and running, so his work is done. The direct train link to Ireland is up and running, so your work is done. <laughs> wow. Okay, we might, we might have to cut Excellent. that one out. <laughs> please, next. Right. You might Number be right. You might be right, two. Club. Next, please. <laughs> Number two. There's only so much spotted dick one man can eat. Right. That's right. You get, I get sick of the spotted dick. I yeah, really, right away. Yeah. That's the name but of the, the toad the toad in the hole, I'm still working on that. The, 
The toad in the hole? What, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> what is that, you know? Uh, Isn't that like an egg in, in bread? Yep. Yeah, it's like, some, it's sausage and egg stuff, you know? It's uh, hmm. it's almost like Yorkshire pudding, I guess. Yeah. I mean, every, there's so many things that involve sausages. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I get that. that they okay. need, they, the country needs to really cut back. But you know what they cut back on? It, it's like mandatory that sugar. Sugar. Oh, yeah. You, you got to say, why can't I have a good tasting Oreo cookie? Like a double stuff. Okay. Yeah. You cannot find. They have Oreos, but they taste different. Why? Because. No sugar. You can't have the uh, uh, the sugar yeah. or or large quantities of sugar like the Americans that's have. A, that's a, that's in America, uh, we do what we want. It's called a nanny with stick. The sugar. That's okay. called a nanny stick. And you stick. can't have uh, the other. Uh, but you get free. The other, you get free medical sugar substitute <laughs> thing. Oh, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's good for you if you don't have a lot of sugar. So anyway, where are we? Do that. I swear he's on sugar now. Do you have the Captain Crunch today? Is there a sugar smuggling ring out there? Could you want? Do you want us? find though. Do you want us to some sugar? I find some more. I found some Oreos. They're made in Ireland of all places. Oh, uh, okay. Not imported from the USA. But what you do they taste like? There's an American Black store. <laughs> there's an American store. You can buy stuff imported from the U.S. Really? Yeah. Like, du- like let's say you wanted a, a package of uh, mega stuff, double stuff. <laughs> Oreos. Uh, yep. You can get them. Mm-hmm. A, a package, a family pack of double stuff was like 30 pounds, including Ooh. shipping. <laughs> 30 pounds? How much is that? That's... the American store. You can get anything. How much is that? 40 bucks? I'm sorry. Why How much that? is 30 pounds? Uh, thir- yeah, 30 30- 40, 40. Yeah, add another uh, wow. 25, 30%. Yeah. Huh. Hey, listen. Oh, okay. That one, makes one sense great, because one, of... Uh, they have sugar in yeah. them? Well, the value of the dollar, it's not just the value of the dollar. It's, it's a premium on getting the American version of yes. of food products. Do you want us to send they you want stuff? You, they want you to have the whole American experience, mm-hmm. so they just right. put inflation built into the price. Pick on. Yeah, yeah. See you. <laughs> hey, Juan, do you want us to smuggle some, send some Oreos over to you? You know, you... you the, the postage would be unbelievable. Plus, it's got to go through customs. Oh, they'll probably eat them. Okay. All it's right. Well, we try. Crush I have a question. <laughs> yes. What do you What do you get if you What would you get if you mixed spotted dick with toad in the hole? Switchy. Uh, I, I don't know, but they, they possibly spotted hole. Oh, yeah, <laughs> spotted hole. <laughs> 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 It'd be a pain somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Raven, we're sorry for our behavior. Please. Next. Oh, that's okay. I had an answer to that, but. but. I can't say it. Well, say it. Now now you have to say it. Please. We'll just imagine the beep. You gotta cut it out. It's it's spotted. Oh, wow. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. The number one reason JJ has to return to the U.S. The Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics, Patriots, and most of all, Tom Brady need him. Wow. Okay. I agree. (laughs) We're going to sweeten that baby up. Didn't you say you, he, he sent me pictures the other day. Of like centifolds, Playboy centifolds of Tom Brady, and all it said was, "I miss him." Right? Were you um, sober when you did that one? I think he's frozen in time. He's frozen. Yeah. He only tastes when he's awake. Yeah, yeah. He's got sort of a smile on his face. Wani, hello, Wan. Yeah. The British. I don't blame him. That top ten can really get. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> the British. Uh, I saw, MI at five. Or five. At, at least two or three of those. I Listening in. Yeah, yeah. Being polite. Le- well, left closer <laughs> to. Be more polite, closer to the oh, microphone. Gosh, okay. Oh, there he goes. Why don't we do this? Why don't we? Uh, thank you, Raven, for for reading that. What are you drinking? We can hear the uh, ice cubes clinking. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, this is called the Baywatch. 
it's oh. rum, orange juice, and uh, cranberry juice. Wow, it's healthy, right? It's very. It's basically a fruit salad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, if anyone's uh, interested, we're drinking uh, Narragansett. All right. Only the locals will know what we mean. Have what was it? Hello, neighbor. Have a hey neighbor. Have a guess. Hey, yeah. They sell it. that in my local grocery store, and yeah. I always want to try it. But then I look at the alcohol content, and I'm like, I'll, I'll, get, you know, fall out of my shoes What's if I drink that's that. That's okay. All right, we're used to it. So why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, take a commercial break now? And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Action Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. Hawk Hunter, the wingman, has finally rid the world of its worst-ever supervillain, Victor Robotov. But in Mac Maloney's latest book, War of Dragons, we learn the maniacal terrorist ghost still haunts our battered, devastated planet. In War of Dragons, book 22 in Mac's best-selling wingman series, Hawk and his united American allies uncover Victor's bizarre plot from beyond the grave. The super-terrorist hid six nuclear bombs around the Mediterranean before he died, knowing their detonation will empty out the Great Sea and cause a worldwide catastrophe. Guarding these weapons of mass destruction, he's left behind a family of ferocious air dragons, eternal aerial sentinels that will stop at nothing to protect their late master's unthinkable secrets. Sailing aboard their gigantic aircraft carrier, the USS USA, Hawk and the United Americans must battle their way across the Mediterranean, slaying these dragons in hopes of beating Victor's allies to the nuke's secret locations before time runs out. If not, then the world will face a very nasty, very watery Armageddon. It's Game of Thrones meets Top Gun in Wingman 22, War of Dragons by Mac Maloney, on sale now on Amazon. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Mill Strikes on Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, here's the Plastic Girls. JJ is here. Very first one. Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there with the show. It's going to be good tonight. No Coco tonight, but our national correspondent, which plays Steve Ward, down there in, you know, Flat Tire, West Virginia, is with us. Richie? Great to be here tonight. Okay. Everything's good with you. Beyond wonderful. Okay. Also with us is uh, Security Chief Willie Club, WC. Well, Mac, uh, as mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just great to be here. Mm-hmm. I, I just it makes my week. Mm, me too. Uh, yeah. In the house with us is uh, is our uh, UFO mechanic, El Ronaldo. L. Hey, Mac. Hello, everyone. Also, very famous uh, detective writer, novelist Mike Sapula. Hey, MZ. And everyone, how is everyone? So we got a crowd here tonight. So listen. I'm going to put in um, Club's bumper right now because he has another story about asteroids that's going to scare the crap out of us. So I'll put it in right now. This is what we needed. Reporting the latest in the U.S. military's new investigation into UFOs and what they still aren't telling you. It's time for the Club Report. So what do we have this week, Club? Well, Mac, first of all, I, I don't think it's scaring people. I think it's just letting you know, you know, things are moving on when it comes to asteroid detection. Anyways, the uh, 
there's a new study and it's from the University of Washington. And it, it's really a major advance in asteroid detection. And, uh, you know, to me, it's just another example of the heightened attention and the resources that this whole world of uh, asteroids, uh, uh, the asteroid threat mm -hmm. to the Earth. And uh, as I mentioned in the past, you know, we talk about different threats, whether it's climate change, which is real, and maybe UFOs, but they've never threatened us. But mm -hmm. clearly we know that asteroids have threatened us. We know what they've done to the Earth. If you could ask the dinosaurs, you'd find out. So anyways, uh, very interesting. And, you know, my research has, uh, you know, been extensive. And I'm, I'm convinced, I'm almost convinced that the government and not only our government, but governments around the world, along with the scientists, Go ahead. have discovered with this different technology they've been developing the threat is uh, much more, more real than uh, than they're willing to admit. And it was like we used to say about UFOs, and yep. we still do, I guess, um, that, you know, you don't want to get the word out that it's for real. Everyone will panic. Right. But I, in this case, you know, uh, the proof is in the pudding. When they're putting resources to the extent that they are for this whole issue of the asteroid threats, and as we've mentioned in the past, you know, when they spent all this money to send rockets up to asteroids and try to deflect them and mm -hmm. atomic weapons. And so there's something going on here. And uh, so this is another example of uh, major resources that are being dedicated. Mm -hmm. And um, this uh, study from uh, the University of Michigan, um, it's, um, they've developed an algorithm. And, you know, these are calculations that, that they're putting together. Mm -hmm. And it's got a name of HelioLink 3D. And remember that because that's going to get a lot of publicity as time goes on. Mm -hmm. Helio Link 3D. And I, oh, I want to give uh, Mac credit because he's the one that alerted me to this whole thing. I missed mm. this in my research. So, Mac, appreciate the uh, heads up. Yeah, anytime. You know, and, uh, but anyways, uh, they, what they've done is uh, they've developed this thing. It's, uh, and it's made its first discovery of potentially hazardous, hazardous, S. Mm -hmm. And um, these asteroids that are close to the Earth, as we know, are requiring vigilant observation by scientists to monitor any threat they may pose. Now, engineered to discover near-Earth asteroids, this new HelioLink 3D was intended for use in the upcoming 10-year night sky survey mm -hmm. by Virginia Rubin Observatory. It's an observatory. The algorithm's initial trial run with the ATLAS survey, which was conducted in, in Hawaii. However, it resulted in the detection of roughly a 600-foot-long asteroid. Jesus, cool. Which has been named uh, 2022 SF-289. Remember, make note of that. Um, although it's the uh, asteroid is designated as potentially hazardous, it, it poses no, according to them, no immediate threat mm -hmm. to Earth. Yeah. Nonetheless, the discovery represents an important milestone as it validates the capability of the Helium Link 3D to detect mm -hmm. near-Earth asteroids using fewer and more scattered observations than methods that are currently used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a distance out, but remember, all asteroids are way out there in space. Right. 
you know, the the problem is we is the direction of the asteroid. It can be right, yeah. You know, many hundreds of thousands, even a million miles away. But if it's heading this direction or anywhere near where these algorithms are picking it up, yep. that's the real concern today. So, so, but and, but we also talked we talked before about the DOT program, which was they launched a, a spaceship years ago yep. to practice hitting an asteroid, not to blow it up, but to see if you could put it off of its course. Because, if, as you say, if, the, if it's heading right for us, there's nothing we can do. But if, the, if you can kind of misdirect it, um, and this thing did work, the problem is, is it takes like 10 years to put one rocket together. If, they see, if they're seeing asteroids closer to Earth now because they have you know, new and improved ways of looking for them, what's going to happen if they say one's going to hit in a year? Well, I think, Mac, the idea is it's like anything, like if you get a – uh, if you develop some kind of uh, disease like a cancer, they always tell you the earlier detection, the better. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the same thing. The idea is that as we're developing uh, technology now to be able to go at an asteroid and hopefully deflect it or destroy it, yes, the sooner that we can find out. And the problem is, I think I mentioned earlier uh, in one of my presentations, I think it's about 90% of the asteroids out there we haven't detected yet. See, that's not good. That's, so that's really pretty bad. The thing bad. is, they could be right around the corner, right? And we just haven't been able to see them. And these algorithms are, are going to, you know, help us considerably. But you are right that I mean, it's not something we can send a rocket up tomorrow because, uh, you know, Musk hasn't developed that capability just don't have that. yet, right? But it is something while we're doing this that uh, as we get more capabilities and we do more tests on how to, you know, sh- move those asteroids out of its current trajectory right you know that's the hope but to be quite honest right now you're absolutely right it's right it's in the area of 10 years mm. before if, if something comes up on the screen now it's like 10 years before they can take any action yeah that's weird and man. unfortunately if it's up on the scope um it's probably way too late for us to get anything yeah back. we won't have 10 years we're yeah, flying we, blind we no matter how we look at it and we still do not have enough uh, testing resources. You know, we've shown that we can move this thing a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, we could move it the wrong way too. Right. Yeah. That's so why they don't want to blow them up. Is, because you just make a million. Of them. I think the next rocket going up, Mac, is I think in three or four more years. Where mm. now, from what they've learned, so the, I'm optimistic about that. Okay. Really optimistic that in time, sure. if we don't get whacked before that, okay, sure, uh, we will eventually have the capability to, to take care Mr. of this threat. I'm going to, we uh, need more tools like this uh, algorithm yeah. to let us know as soon as possible where where this thing is hiding and where the ninety percent of them are hiding, I, and to, to really you know work with them. But so that said, I, I'm I'm looking at this as positive, cool uh, in a way, but also positive because we're putting all these resources into this now. Yes, and again, you know, the proof's in the pudding. You know, they're putting their money where their mouth is. <laughs> yes, so that proves to me that. Uh, there's real concerns about this, and uh, that's part of the whole Space Force. You know, the yes, Space right, Force, right. That's it. they yeah. developed that, and one of their charges is, you know, to protect us from the outer space and I- issues out there. And, and people are reading into that, oh, that's, you know, maybe UFOs or if we go to war with the Chinese. No, but no, it's, it's, no I think it's it also, uh, you might want to put asteroids in that group. Okay, so well, anyways, I, I, I didn't want to end on a, a negative note because I really think that, this, this algorithm is very important, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully, you know, with all the, you know, all the work that's going on now and the research, 
that we uh, will hopefully take care of this before uh, we become like the dinosaurs. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, talk about being whacked. Um, uh, Michael Puller is a guest here in the studio with us tonight. You're a crime writer. You're, that means you're a conspiracy guy. Yeah. If Do you think if the government knew that an asteroid was going to hit, would they tell us? No. They wouldn't tell Really? Yeah. I don't think they would. Yeah. Huh? No. I agree. But, oh, but at some point. Can you imagine? The reaction. Yeah, but at some point, people are going to see it, though. I mean, amateur astronomers these days are, you know, they, they make major discoveries all the time. At some point, someone you're going to hear a rumor about How far out can they see these things? They, they, go, don't, don't, they, they don't know. They I mean, travel like 30,000 miles an hour, don't they? 50, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, these, like in, in, you know, they couldn't see the ones closest to us until just recently where they got you know, a little more high tech. Do they give off light? Well, the Webb Telescope has yeah, gone a long yeah. way. Yeah, they can see Helping stuff like us that. find a lot of this stuff out there, so... You've got to give credit to that. But as far as an answer to your question, you know, it's it's how long it takes for that to impact the Earth is the right. big question. If it was a Earth year, people would go away, nuts. they all travel at different yeah. speeds. If it was five years, I don't think people would go nuts right away, but people would eventually just go crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't mean either. it's going to end life on Earth either, but it's going to radically change it depending where it hits. Too, well, you know? so, well remember, enough. Mac, Earth is 90% water. water yeah. Okay? Yep. yeah, okay. And although we've only record of four major hits on the Earth, right. of course, the one that destroyed the dinosaurs, <laughs> you've got to think that 90% of the Earth, that it was probably been a dozen more mm -hmm. that we know nothing about because they hit in somewhere in the ocean. Those are yeah. good odds. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but eventually, but the odds are eventually we will get hit. Oh, no doubt. You know, hopefully it'll be a long time from now. But listen. I don't want to win mega millions before it happens. Right, of course, yes, definitely, absolutely. Well, you know? I, I think we're all going to be like boiled to death before that happens. Well, that's true. With yeah. global warming, right. that could happen too. Uh, yeah, we tonight maybe. <laughs> no, there's the air conditioner is on. Like, yeah, but yeah. Well, now the day, the week that uh, Lois and I left Florida, they actually measured. We talked about this before. They took the temperature of the water in Miami Beach and it was 101 degrees. The water. What? <laughs> Imagine that. And Chris, yeah, I was wrong. Chris, I was on there last week. This week yeah, same thing. Still. He says the, the ocean's changed. He's in Noah now, Chris, who uh, was on last week, good friend of the show. Um, he says just everything is changing. And, and someone, they um, they compared it to a ice cube. You know, once an ice cube stop, starts melting, it's very hard to stop it from melting. You know what I mean? Um, and Right. It won't, so, it won't re reform itself right. in that cube. So maybe an asteroid. On that yeah. note, uh, did you see this week in Alaska? Yeah, mm -hmm. It was a major flood as a, as a glacier split apart and melted. Melting. Flooding uh, this major area, right. and it's all really? due to a glacier. Uh, let's go and get like 100 <laughs> lottery tickets. You know, let's uh, have fun before we go. But look, why don't uh, we do we're, we're doomed, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So. All right. On that well, note. You're, you're born, <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> always remember this. Good. You're born to die. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Just live with I thought that. I was born to run, but I guess it's born <laughs> right, to okay. die. She was. Bob gets it. <laughs> Who wants to bring children up in this world? Yeah. Forget it. I thought it was one to drink, one to eat. No. Okay. Led Ze Zeppelin said, born to die. Born to die. Okay. They know it. Yeah, we don't get out of here alive. That's the four dopey rock musicians. You get more money they can you know, ever expect. Well, hey, speaking of money, you hear about Taylor Swift? <laughs> yes, we were talking about her last week. Yeah. What about her? Oh, we were talking about last week? Um, Looking at $100,000 checks? To the, the trucks, to the Teamsters, drivers. yeah, okay. That was probably... She gave $55 million to her staff, a total of $55 yeah, million. Her, dollars. All her crew and everybody. As nice oh, as man. that is, and I think that's you know, commendable, 
I think she could also just drop the price of the tickets so the kids could come and see her. Wow, wow. Well. You know, okay. sorry, but I thought you were fifty, yeah. Al. No, Me, no, 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 I'm afraid okay. not. No, me to no end. Wow. You know, I mean, Al, I, I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan, but I said that to my wife, and she corrected me. Who? She said that she had read an article recently that Taylor Swift goes out and buys thousands of her tickets. I believe. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. And she yeah. sells them through an, a direct link. Poor people, to her, oh, well, the people who can't afford them. To poor people. So, I, I take it back. I, yeah, I, must be I, yeah, but still, you know, a, a base ticket is how much money. It's just, it's so outrageous. Get a great PR you know, they can have the cheap, the cheap yeah. seats, you know. I mean, make it that people. I'm going to die on that hill with Al. You know, she's make if she can give away $55 million, She's making a billion. She's making billions. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, what would it say? All right, look, it, we'll, we'll take our $50 ticket and drop them down to 30 50 you know, I mean, it was like eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah, people tickets. people are paying five thousand. I mean, wow. eight hundred is for like the bad seats. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah. You ain't kidding. Yeah. Wow, that's bad. I mean, that's well, but that, that's the way things are, I guess. So, why don't we do this now that we're all nice and depressed and oh, down? Man, I'm gonna go drive. Hope there's some you. booze in here. Um, why don't we take a um, <laughs> first break now, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Action Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. The whole gang is here, so please stay tuned. Do you know where the world's most secret bases are located? Do you know what spooky action at a distance means? Is there a conspiracy by aliens to prevent us from conquering space? And where is the best place in the United States to see a real UFO? Find the answers to all these questions and more in Mac Maloney's new book, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe. Visit places you never knew existed, the Phantom Tunnels of Tokyo, the UFO Trail in South America, Hong's Hat, and the very mysterious M-Triangle. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe contains hundreds of reports on ghosts, haunted planes and ships, weird celebrity deaths, mysterious sounds, and a breakdown of every monster in America, state by state. You've heard him talk about it on the radio. Now, get all of Mac's paranormal research in one large volume. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, with a forward by the very famous One One. On sale now in your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. Went to Mac Maloney's Military Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, here are the unindicted co-conspiracies. Juan Juan is here. Girls. Hello, everybody. Hello, girls. Welcome back to the show. Switchy is Glad here. To have you. Switchy. We have to ask you about your breakfast. Switch, how are you doing? I'm doing beyond wonderful still. Okay, good. Uh, Security Chief Willie Club is here. Willie. Oh, hi, Mac. You know, I'm having a real good time tonight mm-hmm. uh, in spite of the top ten. But okay, uh, oh. it's a good show. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to give it a good rating. They're not all home runs. you have your Twinkies tonight? What's, what's the – oh, here we go. Yeah, this is weird. Like, oh, yeah, I got those. Oh, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big bag of Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, also with us is – did I say hello to you, Juan Juan? Yes, I did, didn't I? 
Yeah, he did. Why are you so dark tonight? Oh, and he's, he does have Twinkies there just in case he runs out of donuts. Okay, super. Thanks. Now I'm hungry as hell. Um, also, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, in the studio with us is uh, Uncle Al. Oh, I'm sorry. Alan Arno, UFO mechanic. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. And also a uh, famous crime book writer, Mark Zapula. Hey, what's up, everyone? MZ. And um, let me introduce Raven. Raven, our favorite good witch up there in Sideways New York. Raven. Hi, my friends. Thank you for having me. Get that cat out of here. You know that we're a cat-free show. Get that. Oh, no. This is my child. Okay. This is my this biological is, child. This is her familiar. Wow. Yes. <laughs> little Miss Friday. Say hi. Wow. wow. Doesn't that just make your heart melt? Filthy animals. Yeah. No, no. She loves you. Look. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I'm being discriminated against. I, I can't to have my cat here. That's a, that's a good thing. All right, look. <laughs> Um, we have to behave ourselves because we have a guest here, Sean Engelman. Uh, let's give him a round of applause because he's the guy behind Creepy Acres, right? Sean, how you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, having me on here. This is fantastic. Did I pronounce your last name wrong? All right. Uh, Engelman? Yep. Okay. Uh, you know what? Okay. I'll be honest with you. Until I was like six years old, I uh, seven years old, I didn't even know how to spell it. I I, I didn't realize there was two ends, so all is forgiven. Oh wow! Okay, all right. <laughs> what is that? That's not Irish, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's German. German. I'm okay, that's sure okay. That's all right. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So anyway, and where are you? Oh, You're out you. in Min- where are you in Minneapolis? Yep, dead center, right between Minneapolis and St. Paul. Okay, that's really boring out there, right? Isn't it? Let's in cold, boring and cold. Yeah. Yes or no. Yeah, just there's just nothing going on out here ever. It's just ridiculous. Really? It's sad. And the I, sports teams, come on, you know. I mean, they should be a lot better than they are. They're not really, you know. You, you'd like the Vikings yeah, to do it, something. You'd like, uh, you know, but they don't. They don't ever I, really make it there. I'm sorry, but you know what I mean. They don't. They're, they're always like on the cusp of being good, but the, you know, it's I, been years since they've been really. I, good. I can tell you that they have let me down enough. Mm-hmm. That uh, I I don't even pay attention to them anymore. We won world two World Series. Yep, and that was it. And that and I never went back because yep. I was like, it, like you said, it, it was always like, oh oh oh, they're gonna make it the Super Bowl. Nah. Yep yep nah. yep. Especially yeah. the Vikings. So I, yeah. so which is fine. Yeah, I, right. what, I can concentrate my efforts in other areas now. Okay, that's good. So so tell us about um, Creepy Acres. Is well, just tell us about it. You know better about it than we do. I do. Oh, sure. All right. Well, uh, so Creepy Acres started out as a um, it's literally a puppet show for adults with cryptid <laughs> characters. So there's, uh, you know, there's swearing and there's, uh, you know, innuendos and stuff like that. Right. Um, we do have one very tasteful uh, love scene that we did with the puppets. Thank you very much. Really? Huh? <laughs> but, what episode is yeah, that? Yeah. Please send us uh, that would have been episode four. You're, that's the one you're looking for. OK. It's, uh, between right. uh, two geriatric uh, uh, geriatric couple that are basically uh uh, it's uh, Fred and Daphne from Scooby Doo, but they're probably about seventy years old. Okay, all right. We, we figured out that that's <laughs> about how old they would be in real life. Since have you heard from their money in the? Have you heard from the their attorneys? <laughs> so, so, so I watched. Uh, you know, I, I didn't want to learn too much about them, but I did watch one where it looks like Bigfoot is. Um, <laughs> there was one where someone was breaking into the house, and he calls his buddy down on the beach, and his buddy's down on the islands or something, and. <laughs> He said, help, help, you know, yeah. call my one. He said, no, not today or something like that. It was funny just the way that you did it. But, oh, go ahead. That's, I mean, go ahead. Oh, no, as I said, that, that would have been our, uh, so so those are two of our main characters. So Sam is the Bigfoot. That is our main character, Sam Squatch. Okay. Sam Squatch. And then uh, and then the Chupacabro, not Chupacabra, Chupacabro, because he's 
he's masculine and feminine. So that would be the character that was sitting on the beach. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and we actually did find uh, the one. Uh, we did actually find an actual uh, Puerto Rican man here in the cities to play that part. Wow. So, oh, yeah. Cool. It, in in I, yeah. I, I, I can appreciate how you shot it because the way you did it, where the guy is. Um, um, yeah, he's like being attacked in his home or something is happening, but, uh, but you just focus in on the guy on the beach on his, on his cell phone, you know, and you can hear the guy yelling through the cell phone, but you know, much easier to shoot, I'm, I'm sure, but just as, just oh, yeah. as effective, you know what I mean? So that's, uh, that was kind of cool. When did you start? When did you start? To, how long have you been doing it? Uh, so we started, uh, oh boy, you know, that's kind of a tough question because we started in, uh, I think 10 years ago, but we did not release the first video until like eight years ago oh, wow. because it took us two years to figure out because none of us we're all self-taught. You mm-hmm. know, none of us knew how to shoot stuff. None of us knew. None of us were puppeteers, mm-hmm. you know, like and none of you know. So we just we just made it up as we went yep. <laughs> and just kind of punk rock the whole thing. So, so, so um, where's, where's the puppeteering come in? Where's, I've seen the Bigfoot and I've seen the guy, mm-hmm. the Chiburaro, you know. Where's the, where's the puppet? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he a puppet? So uh, they're pretty much they're they're all puppets. Oh, right, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, so there's the Bigfoot. Or there's Bigfoot back here behind me. He's you, a pu- you guys can see that. Oh, he's a puppet. But, he's not um, a, yeah, they're. I thought it was a guy in a costume. Puppets. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's good. big enough. It could have been a costume, but yeah, they're all puppets. Oh wow. Okay. Um, they're big. They're huge puppets, but they are puppets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and how'd you get them made? Uh, so I so I hand sewed every single one of them. Really. Um, really? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, um, wow. you know, so my day job is I'm an illustrator for a children's illust- uh, children's education company. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And, and nice. uh, well, so if you know, um, if you grew up with the, they were called the stinky stickers and they had like, yes. it'd be like grape job and I have a little picture of a grape. That is the company I work for that <laughs> they made those. So, um, wow. but, <laughs> so in case that brings any memories back. That's funny. It does. But, yes. um, yep. yep. Yeah. So, so then, uh. Along the way, I had created something there that someone said reminded them of the Muppets. It was just a little, a little thing that a teacher had put around the, the um, border of her uh, like chalkboard. Okay. And because of that, I was like, "Oh, I should try to make a puppet of this thing." And then I did, and then I realized that it was like, "Oh, you know what? It was a creative outlet that I hadn't tried before." Okay. And uh, because you know, I, I needed something creative to do, but I I was drawing all day. Yes. So that when I would come home, I couldn't draw. Because I was burned yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So right. I need something else. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's like you need something of your own to just, yes. you know, whatever. And then this, this, scratch that itch, I guess. And, yep. and then pretty soon I amassed a collection, and I figured I got to do something with these, otherwise I look like a weirdo. So <laughs> we, we, we don't want that. So how many other you say? Yeah, we. How many in the gang? In our let's see, in our gang right now we have, um, oh boy. Like I think there's eight of us total. Yeah. Oh wow. That's, um, that's, that's almost a team. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So we got. Yeah, we got about uh, eight total. There's there's three of us that do this more regularly than the others. Okay. Um. So there's m- myself and then uh, Chad, who uh who helps me. Who's a, a writer, but he also voices and does one of the puppets. Okay. And then Ed, who does a lot of our technical stuff, he does our website and and uh, he also is the one behind the camera because I can't run the camera when I'm in front of the camera. Okay. And uh, and then there's also. Ben, Alfredo, Jeremy, and Amy, mm-hmm. and uh, they all do the they do puppeteering when we need it. Okay. And then there's a couple other even further outside that like they only come in about once or twice a year when we need it. So. And how many do you do a year? Would you say? 
Oh, you know, we did a lot more, uh, like in the last couple of years this year, we, we kind of skimped out only because we, um, we, we started doing a podcast. Uh-oh. And so we put a lot of effort into the, into the, the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we only, we, there's only like three out currently, but, mm-hmm. um, do you but have, we try to bring that same sort of theatrical stuff into there too. Do you have the, uh, Sasquatch, uh, puppet right there? Is it right there near you? That's him yes. right there. Can you pull him down? Can you put him <laughs> yeah, up gotta, to the camera? You want to grab him? Yeah. Let's just see. Yeah, what I can, you want to grab him? I'll grab yeah, him. Sure. Yeah, one second. Okay. For a radio show, but you know, yeah. everyone looks fairly interested. So oh, yeah. Here we go. I mean, do they I, get up this on a gander? fascinating to me. I yeah. love this. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, wow, he's so yeah. big. <laughs> it really is the size of a... Oh, wow. <laughs> it looks so much smaller. Okay, this is so Let's see. It yeah, so put them on. Let's see. Let's... The background, but that's a... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> excellent, man. That's <laughs> funny. Holy cow. Let's get him up. At least he's getting into Let's the... Let's get him up in here in a second. <laughs> get him over here. And this is go. I'm going to move over here for just a second. We should be a TV show because yeah, this is go. this is really fun. <laughs> hey, how are you guys doing? That's really good. Oh, my God. Yeah, get a picture. So yes, That's please. Good. Get a picture. That's hey, great. Sean, this is one more. Yeah, Have you ever gotten any calls from the, the Jim Henson company on some of your creations? Are they illegal people? They wouldn't dare. Oh, oh, <laughs> no. oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs> No, I haven't. I haven't heard. I haven't. I haven't heard anything from them. Wow, that's. Fun. Not, okay, I am not that, on their radar. <laughs> all right, that's good because, uh, you know, you wouldn't want to be accused of uh, copying any of their. No, no. Oh God, no. no not no. that you've oh, copied yeah. anything, oh, God, but no. you know, no. the the style and the substance of the characters. They would. They would. They would, they would send you a, a cease yeah. and desist letter first. Okay, so yeah. they wouldn't come down on oh, yeah. you the first oh, time. You know, but. Yep. But that's yeah. really good. Now, now, yeah. so you developed this puppet, this this yourself. I mean, it, it looks, it looks cool. You're excellent. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's oh, funny. It, yeah, it, like so, like the first one that you made. What, what was the first one that you made? Uh, the very first one I made was a. Um, it was like just a sort of a purple goofy monster. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you can hear me. Um, I don't. He's way. Over, you want me to grab it? Sure, you bet. <laughs> I can show you what it looked like. Okay, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Grab it. Yeah, one second. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was I can... talking... I'm lining up a few of the episodes here when I'm watching my leisure time. He's got one called Jangles Unchained. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. <laughs> yep. yep. I, want to see, I want to see the puppets for that one. No, you'll see. Yeah, you'll see. Yeah. We were talking off air and I was saying like, you know, I so I make like clothing sometimes, you know, like when I have like spare fabric and stuff. And I mean, there's entire like skirts I was making. And if I do one wrong stitch, I get so frustrated. I just throw the whole thing out. Like really? I could never, ever imagine doing this oh. because one wrong stitch I would give up. See, that guy looks cool. like Cookie Monster. Oh, he's cute. We could probably raffle those off in the show. Oh, cookie. Wow, holy cow. I <laughs> mean, isn't... Oscar the Grouch. That's yes. Like Oscar <sighs> the Grouch is green. And you it? haven't heard from Henson's I... people yet? <laughs> yeah, Walt Disney I, 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 that... owns the Muppets no. now. So yeah, well, that's very good. That's that's very uh, yeah. yeah, that's very Cookie Monster. That, well, that's well, very yeah. close to a Jim Henson creation. But it is an adult oh, yeah. show, so Disney probably <laughs> yes. is going to be like, nah, I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, they, they avoid that stuff. No, oh, yeah. Henson is... <laughs> Uh, the Henson Company has now moved over to more adult stuff, though. Oh, really? Uh, what the? What, what, yeah, they, and he's dead too, right? Yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he's he's been dead since 1990, I believe. Don't you remember? <laughs> don't you remember the joke? Yeah. The the awful joke. <laughs> um, what did what did Kermit say at Jim Henson's funeral? Oh God! What? Say? What? Nothing. <laughs> oh. 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 Too soon. Oh. Too soon. <laughs> Oh, anyway. it hurts. So, so listen, Sean. Are you a ventriloquist, or do you do you know how to like throw your voice? 
No, no, you don't have nothing to. that cool. Yeah, no, I just do the. I just straight up just do puppetry. I I hide behind the puppet. Okay, it's, that's why I had to make it so big because I'm so big. So no, well, listen, it, <laughs> it was a pretty big so. puppet, uh, folks. But so yeah. so so what happens? So you sit down, you write it, and then you know you put a script together, and then distribute the script and shoot it and edit it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, hmm. pretty much. I mean, so so the last one that you would have seen that would have been Valentine's Date Massacre. Okay. Yes, um, right. Yeah, we yeah. sat down and we wrote, and it was basically about. Um, our main character, Sam, went on a date uh, with someone that he met online on a dating website thing that matches. And that was basically and that was that was caused because we came across a bunch of uh, cryptid themed erotica. And we're like, oh, my God, we got to do something with this. What? what, what? So, uh, I just learned that that was a thing. What is it? Really? Fascinating. Yeah. Say it again. Cryptid erotica. It, it's a whole subgenre of erotica. Yeah, no, that's it. Why don't yeah. we just it's uh, why we just pack everything up now and just end the show and now we get like play old days. It's over. You're not going to wow. It's crazy. Do you have to do you have to build backgrounds? Do you, I mean, how do you how do you, how do you frame these? Okay. Well, so so in the, the one that we're currently working on now is is uh it's the goat man, the public monster. Yes, sure. So we had to have a train trestle. Yes. And so and he's actually right there he is right over there if you're looking. Okay. Um but the uh, we had to have a train trestle, so we actually found a train trestle locally, and tried to shoot it there, mm-hmm. but couldn't get it to work right. So what we ended up doing was taking a photo of the train trestle, mm. blew it up, had a tapestry made of it, and hung it, and then just did everything in front of that with fake bushes and well, stuff. Oh, oh, that's, right, that's, that's cool, cool, man. That's how they did it in the fifties or whatever. Well, wow. that's cool, yeah. man. That's that's very clever. Yeah. But 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 so oh, does, does this? T- how much of this? takes up your time you know what i mean so you're full-time artist right which is which is almost an oxymoron yeah. in itself but you know when do you have yeah. the time to, to to do all this out of the weekends so yeah it's, yeah it's it's tough but um uh yeah it's a lot of time but because in addition to this stuff we are also doing um i do these posts that are like this today on creepy history yeah. i'll do these posts where i do like art for it and like a write-up of some creepy thing I have yes, yes. And now we start doing this podcast. So it's like, it's all my free time just goes into this. Yep. Yep. But, um, but hey, you know what? I'm single. I got all the time in the world. There you go. So you know, it's, it's, it's fun, right, cats. John? You having fun with exactly. it? Having fun. Yeah. You're having well, fun. Exactly. Who cares how much time it takes? Is That's, right. that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Okay. So it's like, I, you know, I can be up to like, you know, I can be up to like two o'clock in the morning working on this stuff. That's yeah. fine. You know? And, yeah. 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 Yeah, and second, like, as long as I get to work on time, who cares? Yeah. Now listen, so we're gonna, yeah. take, we're gonna take a commercial break. Yeah. Can you hang with There's nothing with wrong us? with being single, Sean. So don't worry about it. There you go. Oh, no. That's why I'm doing what you do. Does he look worried? Sean, yeah. can you hang around with us? <laughs> yeah. For another segment, Sean. Sean, can you, can you hang around with us for another segment? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Um, okay. So um, let me do this. Why don't we take a commercial break now? And you're listening to Macmillan's Millentracks. Uh, you're listening to Macmillan's Millentracks on show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. So until you hear us next time, this is Mac Maloney for the entire gang saying, be safe, be happy, and... Bye-bye. Okay, the show's over. Hey, Cobra, where are we going to eat tonight? Well, gentlemen, what do you feel like? Chinese, Italian, sushi? How about we go where they have the best hamburger in the world? And where would that be, one one? Only the Starboard Galley. Starboard Galley? They're a great seafood place, but they're in Newburyport, and we're in Exeter. But they're only 20 minutes away down Route 95, and believe me... They have the best hamburger in the world. Let's go. Okay, boys, license and registration. Where's the fire? You clowns going to the circus? We're in a hurry just to get the best hamburger in the world. And where's that, Pally? 
That's the starboard galley in Newburgh. The great seafood place? Yes, but they make a great hamburger, too. And they start with the best beef. Super fresh buns. Great toppings. Plus, it's only 20 minutes away from Exeter, 25 from Portsmouth. Not with a police escort, buddy. Light them up, Switchblade. Starboard galley. They're here. That's the Starboard Galley, 55 Water Street, Newburyport. Great seafood and the best hamburger in the world. And tell them Juan wants at you. My dad, he's a double amputee and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for our troops built this house and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Back everyone to Mac Maloney's Military Talk Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight, girls. The very famous one one is here. Hello, girls. Hello, everybody. Across Welcome the back to the show. No Coco, but Switchy is here. Switch. Great to be here tonight. Okay. Also, our security chief, Willie Club, is here. Yeah, very seldom do I agree with Switchy, but I do tonight. It is great to be here. Wow, interesting. Okay. In the uh, studio with us is uh, Al Ronaldo, UFO mechanic. Al. <laughs> Hey, Mac. Hello, everyone. And also famous crime writer, crime novelist, Mark Sapula. Good MZ. to see everyone. Okay. Is it really? Did you tell us if it wasn't? Um, I would definitely not tell you. Uh, no. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> he'd, just, okay. he'd just never come back. I got it. Also with us oh, is uh, favorite good witch up there in Sideways and Yard Raven is with us, Raven. How are you? Hi, my friends. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did you say you were drinking? To? Oh, the, uh, the, the uh, fruit salad, liquid fruit salad. It's called a Baywatch. Mm-hmm. It's um, whatever parts rum and then orange juice and a splash of cranberry juice. But I don't measure anything. I just eyeball it. Eyeball it. That's the way to go. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. All right. Um, also with us, who was agreed to stay for another segment, you might regret it later, you never know, Sean Engelman. Right? Sean, is that the correct pronunciation of your name? Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty dang close. Thank you so much. So uh, Sean is the uh, brains behind uh, Creepy Acres, which is uh, on YouTube. And uh, they're like huge puppets. I mean, they, they're just funny, funny, you know, I want to say f***ed up puppets. Okay, we'll take that out. But <laughs> They're very clever. But very clever. And very the whole way it's shot is, I think, is, is really kind of funny. Yeah. And um, um, you've been doing it for eight years. Um, what's, what's, how many, what's your audience like? Do you have any idea how many people tune in? Uh, you know, it's hard to say because we, we have some videos that had, I think our, our best video we ever had was, we did one about, uh, it was for Thanksgiving, <laughs> and our main and our main uh, character, Sam, had decided that for Thanksgiving, he was going to go hunt a turkey. And of course, within seconds, the turkey turns the tables, kills the cameraman, chases chases him all the way to his house. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but that one, I mean, I think we had, 
I mean, between because we ran it twice, I think we had like almost eight, ten thousand views on well, that's that. That's good. One. That's yeah. probably the best we've ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Oh, that's yeah. great. Hmm. Wow, we. Yeah, that it, was. Yeah, that was probably the best we've ever done. I mean, the worst. I mean, we have ones that have twenty views, so sure. uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> it so, balances out. Yeah, but I think if you, if you yeah, exactly if you watch one, you know, you you want to watch more. You know what I mean? It's it's you know little, get that popcorn effect. <laughs> so listen. So how 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 much? What percentage of the audience do you think is high? Right. I'm gonna say. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know, 50, 60%. It's probably, it's more than half. Let's be real. Well, you know, it, it's, it's hard to know because our audience shockingly skews older. I like, I would have so, thought it totally would have been like, like college. Okay. Kids, yeah. Yes. Our, our audience is 35 to about oh. 60. Oh, that's like, funny. That's like, yeah. so it's parents. It's yeah. like parents that are, yeah. I mean, but, well, yeah. yeah, they get high. Really it doesn't mean they're not high. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it it, it kind of comes from that point of view, you know what I mean? It just you know like uh, yeah, you know, like and then the cartoon not to not to interfere in this, but the Cartoon Network ended last week. Did you see that? It there's, did. Really? Yeah, there's no more Cartoon Network. If I read this thing right, what? And I actually think it ended a while ago. Did it really? Or yeah. at least like it was the beginning of the end, and they were yeah. they were getting rid of it. And the way that they the way that they measured that the end was coming was that they had updated. Scooby Doo about five times. Is it Scooby Doo? With the thing with the kids chasing around, yeah. right? And yeah. they, in the band? Uh, yeah, and they updated it and, and made it more modern and stuff. And then when it when the last variation, which I think was the fifth one, really taped it off, they figured, okay, all the Scooby Doo fans are grown up and they don't care anymore and they don't watch cartoons anymore. And kids college kids are apparently aren't getting high and watching Cartoon Network anymore. And so they just stopped it. It's the, it's the end of it, and that's been around for a long time. I used to watch it a long, long time ago, and it was it was cool. It was funny, you know. I got a question for Sean, if I can. Yes, sir. Sean, when you're into the the creepy puppets, uh, do you follow any of the creepy puppet movies? Oh, uh, you mean like Meet the Feebles stuff like that? Yeah, you know, there's we we had a discussion before you went on, mm-hmm. you yes. know, talking about you know the Muppets and. You know, using the Muppets character. There's a there's a movie that I really like that I don't think anybody else does, but it's called Benny Loves You. Have you heard that? Trump? Benny is. If you looked at him, if you get a chance, he looks almost like Elmo. In any ways, the very vicious. They'll come uh, after these people before they come with, after with you. Knives sure. and cutting people up. <laughs> yeah, to, really. Think of that. Affect his uh, personal yeah. life with his, his. You might say his his uh, buddy. But anyways, I just wondered if you. Uh, Followed any of that stuff? Well, uh, you know, I was gonna say I, I haven't heard of that one in particular, but I know like when I was younger, um, it was Full Moon Entertainment put out a bunch of movies called like I think it's called like Puppet Master, oh. and they were like marionettes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like yeah, and I thought those. I, love I mean that movie. Yeah. I mean, and like and Labyrinth they, too had a bunch oh, of puppets. And that and and Labyrinth was shockingly creepy for a kids movie. It was mm. kind. Of, I mean, it was a little spooky. For yeah, a yeah, yeah. But, yeah, mean, my kids that, loved it. That, yeah. I love that movie as a kid, but that movie was spooky. And then you also have David Bowie David and his Bowie's giant bulge in every yeah. shot. And it is shocking to rewatch. David yeah. Bowie's what? He had a knife in his back pocket? Is that what you're saying? No. What no, did you say? His, his giant bulge. Giant bulge? Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He had a banana was, or something. He was, he was packing? Occasion. Yeah, he was yeah. packing a banana, probably. <laughs> yeah. It's in every effects. shot. Like, they show him, and you just oh. watch it. It's like, it's a yeah. kid's movie. Yeah, right. Who are you trying he to impress? Had, he had a salami in his pocket. Or are you glad to yeah, see me? Wait, hang on. He's packing big time. Okay. Listen, while we're talking about food, can I just switch this real quick over to switching? 
Switch, uh, this is the skew of the show. Please tell us, what did you have for breakfast today? And I hope it's good. This morning, I, I got, got out of the house and went north okay. to Tudor's Biscuit World. Yes, this is going to be oh, good. Oh, yeah. I yep. love that place. Go. I ordered, I ordered two uh, sausage wraps uh, <laughs> you know, filled with scrambled eggs, <laughs> cheese, and sausage. Yeah. Oh, and, man, yeah, yeah. And, and, and hot black coffee. Of course. Uh, you can have it in a mug or in a, in a, like a styrofoam cup. But yes. I always get mine in a, in a, in a mug yes. because it makes me feel like a grown-up. Yes, yes. <laughs> we agree. Wow. Huh? So so what do you have? Two wraps? What do they call them? Sausage two, two wraps? wraps? I actually yeah. only ate one and a half there. Yeah. Save the rest for a little later. You well, do you have anything on the filling. side? Do you have any home fries or anything like that? No, no. I own. Yeah, you Those don't need uh, yeah, huh? you, know, you can get uh, whatever the... Uh, the, the taters or, or, or whatever with it, uh, but no, man, that's just too filling. And this is the place you don't have to tip, right? Right. They don't, they, there's no tip cup. There's no, uh, wow. you know, they, 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 they bring it out to you on a tray, you know? That's so I'm going to say that was 10 bucks. Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, somewhere around that. Yeah. Okay. okay. If you were going to leave a tip, what would you have left? Oh, uh, four or five bucks. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. They don't know but what it's hypothetical missing. because you right. can't do that. Right. That's very strange. I can, even, like, I can sound they... very generous and since I'm not, I don't have to leave the tip. Well, why don't you slip it <laughs> yeah. onto your coffee? Optimal, 100%. Cup? Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, wow, that's great. Um, so, what we're talking about, I don't know, mishmash stuff, okay, real quick, is um, we had a uh, good friend, Phil Orbanes from uh, Winning Moves, was on a special trivia show last week. And uh, he was talking about a new product that his company has. Now, his company is the company that makes the Ouija board. It also makes uh, different kinds of Monopoly. It makes all those old games that used to have um, Sorry and, and some Risks and uh, One One's Favorite Shoots and Ladders and that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Candyland. Yeah. And th th they have this new game out. And what, what it is, it's a, it's a mashup of Scrabble and Monopoly. Okay. So I guess, and I don't know, I'm not good at Scrabble and I don't know how to play Monopoly, but... I guess the points that you get from Scrabble are the dollars that you use in the Monopoly game, maybe, or something like that. Well, this thing's a huge hit. It was in the USA Today the other day, and um, it was on my news feed today. And um, anyway, so I talked to Phil, and he said, uh, we can give away one copy of it. All right? And I, I, I got to believe it costs about 50 bucks or even more. So why don't we do this? We have to come up with a contest real quick. Um, Raven, you're good at this, but should we should we ask what kind of drink Raven is drinking tonight? Um, yeah, sure. Okay. It has a very specific name that's actually probably perfect. Okay, the name of the drink that you're drinking tonight is. It is the Baywatch. The Baywatch, right? Just think, David has a half. Okay, all right, mm -hmm. and, and I don't think of David Hasselhoff. Right? I think Tommy, of Baywatch. Right? What? what? Yes. Maybe you think of David Hasselhoff right? when you think of Baywatch. What do you think I of? don't. Who do you think? You think of you think of Pam. Pam Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Oh no no no! no, no. And the awful and the awful portrayal by Lily James. I was just gonna say you think of Lily James. <laughs> uh, then I then I got sick to my stomach and vomit. Really? I she was that bad in it. At at uh, Lily James's uh, portrayal transformation to Pamela. Really? Yeah. You, that made uh, you sick awful. to your stomach. Okay. All right, interesting. It, it didn't. You know. You know what the second I movie like, is called? I like <laughs> Lily James's other roles, but Pam. It just blew blew me away. Really? Yeah. 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 In, in the bad way. And then, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, in just intellectual sense. Okay. Wow. Not good. Okay. Did you write? How many anyway, letters did you write? I digress. To? Okay. So, um, <clears throat> so when we do, so that's what we'll do is uh, at the end of the show, let's remember to ask, what is the name of Raven's drink tonight? And the first person who uh, writes us at uh, Mac Maloney. No, what is it? Wink. What is it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Wingman wing at Mac Maloney dot com. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the the, the uh, you know the first um, I don't know we can pull them out of a hat. So why don't we say the first five? We can pull them out of a hat. Yeah. The the, the first oh, the magic fishbowl. Uh, the first five emails we get um, to uh, wingman at macmillan.com. Tell us the drink that Raven was drinking tonight, and uh, you'll be in the running to get this uh, mashup between Scrabble and Monopoly. Okay, you've probably seen it around. It looks pretty cool. You might need about 12 hours on your hands to uh, play a game like that, right? But um, anyway, so um, just tell us what the name of Raven's drink is tonight. It's called Baywatch. Think of Pam Anderson. And, um, you know, we'll uh, pick your name hopefully out of the Magic Fishbowl. Okay. So let's you know get, that that would be great if you could get rid of the Scrabble part. <laughs> well, then just I know, right? It, it I just love Monopoly. Monopoly but, Scrabble's yeah. hard. <laughs> I, I have no idea how to play Monopoly, and it's funny that it, that that Phil is the Mister Monopoly of the planet. But I just I don't know. I guess I played once. I was like really, I was, you know, just having a good time around the swimming pool, not paying attention. But there's like a new rule now. You don't have to build the hotels, and I don't even know what the hotels have to do with it. And the fake money, and I was always the shoe, and you know, we, we always made up our own rules. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? Oh, don't, yeah. Don't tell yeah. Phil that. So, Sean, are you a are you a game board guy? You know, like Monopoly, Risk, that kind of stuff. Uh, well, you know, I actually uh, at my at my day job, I just invented a game that oh. we're selling currently. Really? Uh, and it and it pertains to this. It's called Squatch Out. <laughs> cool, Squatch <laughs> Out. Okay. And what's it's, the... it's actually more of a card game, but if oh. you if you see it about. Uh, that was me. So there you go. What's the uh, tie into what you do as a side hustle? Yeah. Well, originally it was supposed to be a game based on Nessie because I didn't want to be labeled the Bigfoot guy. Okay. Right. And uh, not that I have a problem with that. I'm no, that's fine all right. That, but it's like I didn't want to like I didn't want this world to encroach on my day job. Yes. But they yeah. suggested it should be a Bigfoot game. Mm-hmm. Because oh, well, popular. Good. So I'm like, all right. What's the and um? So, what's so we did? What's the point of you? the game? What's the uh? Out, you know what is? How do you win the game? So basically, the game is uh, everyone gets four cards, and uh, then you basically uh, you take cards and you have to like take a peek at a card and and flip and exchange them until you get uh, you want to get as high of a number as you can, and the higher the number, the deeper into the forest you went. And then as you're doing that, uh, every time you went around, you get to pick a card that is a uh, a proof card but you can't look at it till the end mm-hmm. and then you do six rounds and then at the end you flip everyone flips over the proof cards and then some of them will be um hey you found uh you found a hair sample or you found you know a video or or some will be like oh it's a hoax and that one doesn't count mm-hmm. and then at the end you whoever has the most positive uh proof cards uh gets the closest to finding bigfoot but you never really find them so <laughs> you know it's like have you have you heard from milton bradley's lawyers what was that? Oh, Milton Brown. Yes, I have heard of Milton. Well, that's cool. So, so how do you how do you um are you, is it distributed? How do people get a hold of this thing? Um, you can find that on. So, the, my my day job is a place called trendenterprises.com. dot com. You can also just find it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's called Satch yeah. Out. What is it? Uh, uh Squatch Out. Squatch but it's S W. It's S Watch. Uh, out. Okay. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. S watch out. Okay, again. So, yeah, have you ever watch, seen one? Have you ever? Out. Have you ever looked for Bigfoot? Have you ever seen one? Uh, you know, as far as like the uh, as far as like paranormal stuff goes, um, I have never seen a Bigfoot. I've never gone looking for Bigfoot. Um, I've never seen a cryptid that I know of. Uh, I I mean, I will tell you that um, I have I have seen I guess a ghost is what you'd call it. Really? Yes. Yeah, so. But that's about it. Mm. Well. Yeah. Huh. What, what what happened? Who was it? Was it? A- um, it was. It's 
So I years ago, uh, back in 1995, I, that's how that's how traumatizing this is. I'll oh, tell you, it was okay. the winter of 1995. Yes, I was working at a more uh, at a safari theater in Moorhead, Minnesota. Oh, okay, and I was going to college, oh, and yeah. I agreed to fill in for the guy who normally cleans the theaters at night. Yes. Because he was going to the Credence Clearwater Revisited tour. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Right. And uh, so I was like, and I was, I remember because I was like, oh, I wanted to go. But uh, anyway, so I ended up, I was like, I agreed to clean for him. Mm. And I did. And on the, and I was shampooing the carpets. Shampoo. And the first night, uh, I remember I'm shampooing the carpets. And all of a sudden I just went from, I'm pulling the, the shampooer back. And all of a sudden I just like hit this wave of just, Fear. I don't know how else to explain that. Okay, go ahead. But it was like I went from, hey, everything. I'm I'm literally singing along to Mariah Carey's Dream Lover in my headphones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and all of a sudden, okay. boom, terror, like instantly. <laughs> and I like, and I thought I was being electrocuted. So I let I let go of the shampoo and I was like, oh, what the hell is this? And and then like I just got this feeling like something was standing like right next to me, like looking at me. Yeah, yeah. And I turn and and I like look down and it's this long empty hallway of just lit by red exit lights. And I'm just waiting to lock eyes or something. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing there. Yeah. And I freak oh. out. I unplug everything. I went home. I came back early in the morning, finished before anyone got there. Yes. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I probably was just freaked out. No big deal. Yes, yes. The next the next more the next night, I'm in theater two. <laughs> okay. Same thing, shampoo and the carpet. And I'm at the front doing the runner, like the runner's there. Mm -hmm. And I'm, again, just had my headphones on listening. And bam, it hits me again. Just fear out of nowhere. And and again, I, like I turn and I'm waiting to like lock eyes with somebody sitting in one of the seats or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I turn and I look and there's no one there. And I'm like, and I remember just being like, oh. And I look up and there is a silhouette of someone just in the projection booth stepped out. Oh, and geez. I just no, start thanks. crying yeah. and crying. Really? Yeah. <laughs> And I and and could not stop. Did you flee the turned, scene? And did I you... turned around. I just kept shampooing. And I'm just like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Oh, and, I, and I finished. Really? Because you know, I'm like, that's yeah. A, so that's a good like, worker right there. I would have just been out of the place. It was upsetting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that sounds, that's very upsetting. Did you ever mention it? Was just, it? it was just so overhead. Just mm. like in shoulders. Just in the window looking down. I'm like, oh. And, uh, <sighs> and uh, um, then I went and I asked my, I asked my uh, couple of the people that work there hey you know do, do you guys know about anything weird being here and they're like oh you got to ask greg because greg was the um he was the manager and he had been there forever okay had, i mean he was the manager but he had been there since he was a, a an usher yes yes and so i went and i asked him and he was like oh you were in theater too weren't you and i was Jeez. like yeah and he's like oh and he's like yeah it happens all the time so what did you see and he, and he starts telling me stories of things that people had seen and it hit me that the night when I first had my first thing where I had that like instantaneous, like fear thing. Yes. I, where I was standing was directly under the projection booth of theater too. And okay. I was like, Oh God. So meanwhile, oh, no. <laughs> meanwhile, this guy's at Creedence Claywater, you know, what was it? Revisited. He yeah. revisited that thinking. Yeah. So, wow, that's oh, he's, crazy. Yeah, he's having a great time. He's like, I'm not dealing yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm not going tonight. in that place. Yeah. That's Sean's job yeah. now. He's probably yeah. home watching the Vikings or something. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, what we want to do right now uh, is just go to Switchy. Uh, which is uh, Tales from the Fringe. We'll put the bumper in right here. And now it's time for another story from the lost annals of the paranormal. It's time for Steve Ward's Report from the Fringe. Switchy, what do you have for us? This comes from Fate Magazine, July, August 2011. Uh, the title of the article was Russian Submarines and USOs, that is uh, Underwater 
uh, Submersible Objects, written by Paul Stonehill. Paul Stonehill uh, is kind of like the, the Russian guy that would cover all this stuff. He wrote the so Soviet UFO files, uh, UFO case files of, of Russia. Uh, he's a writer and researcher. Now, he, the first uh, person he uh, quotes, re re researcher that he quotes in the article is Vivi Krapiva. <laughs> That's as close as I can get. Now, this guy, this particular researcher, learned about many anomalous events dealing with uh, strange craft going in and out of the water. And he, he got this from several veteran officers of uh, Soviet nuclear submarines. Uh, and these, these people had served aboard naval institutions and bases, secret naval institutions and bases. <clears throat> this information came out of a, a series of lectures. And they were you know pretty standard lectures, but every once in a while, they kind of go off script a bit and talk about some of the strange things they had encountered. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Oleg uh, Sokolov told how once when he was on duty, he's, uh, he's looking through the periscope. And uh, he through the periscope, he sees this unknown object. Now, it doesn't have a real good look at it through the periscope, but this thing is just, it's huge, it's unconventional, and it's rising up toward the surface. Uh, from Colonel Colchin, from the Colonel Colchin archives, he tells of a sighting of a UFO by the crew of a Soviet nuke submarine. Uh, they were to rendezvous with a ship in the Atlantic, and uh, they were at the rendezvous point about an hour and a half early. Now, it's, it's, it's night, uh, there's a great clear star field up there. So the captain al allowed uh, some of the crew to come up in shifts just as kind of a break. And uh, there were no other ships. There were no other things in the sky except the sailor on watch saw a cigar-shaped object moving completely silently through the night sky. Uh, they were in international waters at the time. And at first they thought maybe this craft was American. This is about the mid-60s, 1965. Uh, their onboard radar wasn't tracking this thing at all. And they were thinking maybe they should get out of there and dive. But suddenly uh, three rays, three like beams of light shot out from the UFO. And then this thing, when they looked at it closer, it had no towers on it, no horizontal uh, uh like planes or rudders this thing was about uh 250 meters long and this is this is just huge and they knew it wasn't something from any other country uh it landed on the surface with its searchlight still on and then slowly but completely submerged and as it as it went under the water the sonar picked up a a some kind of a intensive hissing sound of very short duration and then it was gone Another Soviet UFO researcher named uh, A.S. Kusevkin. Uh, Doing great. You know, nobody, no Smith or Jones or, or Engelmans here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. No, you can make it any name you want, Switch, because nobody would know anyways. Okay. Uh, A.S. Willie Club, who was also... <laughs> Who was also a physicist. Now, he met with, with local marine scientists in uh, Sebast Sebastopol, a port city in the Ukraine. And uh, they had descended into the depths of the Black Sea in uh, these bath escapes. Now, that's got to be creepy. And at Ooh. one point, they saw something like a giant wheel standing about uh, vertical, standing about 10 stories high. And it would stay immobile for a while. And then it would slowly move to a horizontal position and then depart. Another researcher named Alexander Petrikov uh, described an incident that took place in 1951. Um, 
They were in uh, territorial waters of the USSR. A Soviet sub encountered a strange object of enormous size. It did not respond to the request to identify itself. Then this uh, genius of a commander ordered death, depth bombs to be dropped into the area where this thing was. What was he thinking? Had not seen any 1950s science fiction movies. I mean, come on. And uh, it was completely unaffected. And uh, it slowly ascended toward the surface, did not come to the surface, but then moved away out of sight. Probably thinking, what losers? You know, we could have incinerated them, but we've got too much on our, on our itinerary. Okay, circa 1970, a report issued by uh, Rear Admiral V.A. Domeski chief of the Pacific Fleet's intelligence department, described an incident where a giant cylindrical object was spotted by the Soviet Navy in the Pacific Ocean, but about a thousand yards long. And then it, it's, it's above the water. And then at one point, several smaller disc-like objects exited the one end of the craft, plunged into the water. And they stayed under for a while, and then later returned to the, the giant cylinder and went inside. And then that thing moved off and moved over to the horizon. And the last part of this is uh, in 2009, former Rear Admiral, uh, a nuke, nuclear sub-commander, Yuri uh, Beckerton, talked about what they, uh, what they encountered in the Bermuda Triangle. They repeatedly tracked solid objects moving as fast as 250 miles per hour in the water. Hmm. Try and do that on the water, you know, at, uh, so, there's something, you know, we, we, we've talked about this before. Uh, Ivan Sanderson wrote a great book called Invisible Residence uh, when he, uh, he covered several chapters of, of chronicling strange things going on in the ocean. Now, I, I don't know what to make of it. There are some people say, well, this is a, uh, a separate civilization of humans that are just remain hidden or they're extraterrestrial beings that have bases. But, you know, there's too much of this stuff going on. Uh, you know, when, when I was on a submarine, I never heard any cool rumors like this, that we were tracking uh, objects that were going hundreds of miles an hour Probably. under the water. Maybe I was just, uh, you know, trying to get some sleep or get some chow and maybe I missed it. But, uh, yeah, this is really, really fascinating stuff. And Paul Stonehill has always done a great job at covering all of the uh, stuff from the, the former Soviet Union exactly. and uh, a lot of things that we would not know about if it hadn't been for his reporting. It's. I think it's... Um almost like physically impossible to go uh, underwater. There's a certain speed. There's like a certain limit that you can go, and it certainly isn't 200 miles an hour. That's just that's some kind of other, I don't know, technology well, or something. Well, I've heard some reports say that when they track these things, it didn't seem like they were displacing water. Oh, wow. Now, I don't know how you do that, but, you know, we've heard uh, stories that these things would, apparently solid objects would plunge into the side of, of mountains. Yeah, right. Uh, and, you know, so... You know, who knows what, what we're dealing with or what kind of uh, advanced technology it might represent. How, how, but, fast, uh, how fast would your sub go? You're in, a, you're in a, like a Honda Killer uh, sub, right? Uh, about 27 knots. At top speed or you're cruising? At yeah, speed? flank speed, I think it was about that. Hmm. And for the audience members that don't know what that is? Uh, I don't remember. I'd have to actually punch it in on my, uh, you know. Uh, we, I, was we didn't talking have a, about, I was talking about me, just ballpark it. <laughs> like 30 miles yeah something miles. like that it's, not, it's nothing nothing too uh you know earth shattering you could probably hang on to the rudder and not uh you know be shaken mm. loose okay and when you're wow. on, really. so yeah that's like a stark difference between 250 yeah right yes when, when you're underwater can you feel movement do you feel like you're moving uh sometimes it's uh 
uh, if you're close to the surface mm-hmm. and there's a bad storm up there, yep. you can be shaken ar- around quite a bit. Oh, really? Yeah. We, were, we were down 400 feet one time, and there was a bad storm going on up there, and we could feel it. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, that must have been a really bad storm. And, and, then, and then it's really bad if you're a, the, on a helmsman and plainsman, and uh, you, you have to come to periscope depth for whatever reason, and you don't want to, uh, uh, you don't want to breach the, the water, yep. but you've got to put your, your masts up and, you know, you receive uh, radio signals and all that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's really tough sometimes to control the sub and make sure you don't breach. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. No fun at all. Did you, did you ever have to deal with like people that were seasick? <laughs> What's that? Seasick. Did you ever have to deal with people who were like seasick? Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Some oh, people just, God. see when, when we, when we would leave uh, new London, uh, we couldn't submerge for, oh, I don't know, about 10 hours because of the uh, the, the shallow water there. Mm-hmm. And uh, subs do not take the waves on the surface well at all. They're not really You want to get under as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one guy, when, oh. when I was mess cooking, we, his name was uh, Cheeks. His, that was his nickname. Jeez. This poor guy Jeez. would uh, we'd be, we would be uh, getting the trash ready, right? The the, the dry trash you, you compact and you put in these metal can- canisters. Yes, the yes. wet trash you put in wet bags with the, the, the weights and all that stuff. And he'd get sick. He would just go in the bag. Oh. Yep. It was just oh. very convenient. And he just steamed ahead. There was a, a torpedo man that always got sick too. And oh, he, no. he, he had a tin can around his neck oh, with a wire. Stop, and he just stop. Oh, hey. We were we were a tough breed. Yeah, yeah it sounds it. Yeah, but but thank God I didn't get seasick. Oh, can, no. can you get I seasick? I would have called my mom and been like, "Can you come pick me up Please. from the submarine?" At the North Pole. Funny, I tried to dial her, but you know, all I got was uh, busy flipper. You know, um, <laughs> it, can you get seasick if you're under the water? You don't feel yeah, the rolling was, of the waves. That was what waves? I was trying to ask. And but no, once once no, okay, once you settle out it uh they you know it, things were pretty much fine it was just it was the movement of the waves yeah yeah on the surface yeah huh i still couldn't do that job i would still be so claustrophobic and just so freaked out all the time you know but that's just me so what's what's uh what's next for the uh creepy acres have you heard from the um Sorry. You know, what's the Green Acres people? You should have a litigation list Green about a mile line, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Caught me right right when I started choking. <laughs> so Creepy um, Acres, what's next? What's what's down the road? You you guys should be discovered. You should really somehow get your work out to somebody. You know what I mean? We we got uh we got an agent. Yeah, well, no, no agent yet, but we got um some more videos coming. Uh, like I said, we started doing the podcast, uh-huh. and and that's been doing that's been doing all right. That's yep. been doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, with that, we got um, uh, Laura Cram from the Spooks, Creeps, and the Sword Devilry podcast, who Steve knows. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, she's been she's been great helping us with uh, doing that. She's our she's our host for that. Um, we're hoping that that we're hoping that will bring in a new audience that'll then discover the videos. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um. Yeah, pretty much just hitting everything we can, hoping to God we can at some point get discovered. I don't know. Do you have uh Well, it, you you guys are in like the uh, animation business then, right? In, uh, in a broad category. Is it is there a trade show or a yeah, like conference a pop- or something that, that, would, that you, you could participate in and get some recognition that way? You, you know, I'm not really certain. I mean, the the thing is, like, when it comes to puppets, it's it's automatically. I mean, you're you're automatically like kind of behind the. I mean, if we if we did it if we did it animated, we would actually be better off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you do puppets, people are just like, nope. Yeah, but they're they funny though. Think, it's funny though. It's funny. 
yeah. to see. They think it's a kid. Yeah, yeah they think it's a kid show. They think they it's, like, it's it, like a know, kid but... show, but it's 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 really kind of weird, twisted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sean? That's what we're hoping for. Yes, that's the thing. It's, spo- a, it's a twisted uh, adult show. Yeah, so that's why Cartoon Network, Midnight, that type of stuff, you know. Yeah, after yeah Cartoon Network went away. That would have yeah. been perfect for us. Yep. To answer your question, no, uh, we do not have any sponsors. No. Don't have any sponsors. No, no, sponsors. no I, I pretty much fund the whole thing myself. At this do point. you really? Holy cow, man. Yeah. So that's why, I mean, it, it's it's probably a pain in the ass for you to do the promo because you're doing everything else, right? I mean, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's all on my own schedule, you know, yeah. like we're. I mean, even now, like I, you know, I do have the guys asking me when are we, cause we haven't put out a video in a while. We, oh. We've been working on one for quite some time, okay. mm-hmm. but we put a lot of effort into the podcast, but it, it, it all like just, you know, funnels through me at the end of the day. So it yeah, gets yeah. to mm-hmm. be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. So, and so, then like how, like we were talking, how I found you with the today and creepy history. Yeah. You do all those drawings yourself and you find out that information yourself. Like that's like a whole other task on its own. Yeah, and that is a and that's a, a chore unto itself because I mean, we have people send us stuff all the time. Says, "Hey, you know, you should do this or you should do that." But when I get that stuff, I have to verify it just to make it's, sure, like that yeah. it's not just their story, yeah, yes. or that it's not out of a book, or, yes. or you know, you know what I mean. That's not right, or like creepy yeah. yeah. or something. Right, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I've had plenty of people send us stuff where it's like it turns out to be yeah, exactly like you said, creepy pasta. Where it's like, well, that's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But but thankfully, I have a massive library. I have amassed, so so I go through there and like and and I go through. So I have you know I have great there. There's a lot of fantastic authors out there that mm-hmm. really really do a bang up job with this stuff to to hunt this stuff down. Yeah 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 yeah. 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 Well, it must be fun. You keep doing it, so it must be fun. You know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's it's fun to speculate and wonder and and that that's the best part of all of this. Is like I I don't have any answers, but it's fun to think about it. Right. You know, a lot of the, um, I, I follow like tons of people on YouTube and mm-hmm. some of them, um, I know have been given like basically, uh, comedy central has reached out to them for mm-hmm. doing like pilots and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. this strikes me as something perfect for comedy central, me too. which I, I think is still around. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Just not yeah, the I mean, network. you know, and this isn't like your, which I, I, I am not like, I love puppets. Mm-hmm. I don't like people like uh, the the comic that does the puppets. I don't know his name. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, yes. Like, I like okay. I, I'm just like apparently being real salty towards everyone tonight. But I no. he like annoys me. But like I, I think it's more because like he I don't know. I'm not even going to go off on a tangent. But this would be perfect for a Comedy Central type setting because it is kind of on the it's on the darker side. It's on the adult side, yes. clearly. Yes. And I just think people would find this so it's funny. funny. It's I, just funny. I really hope that that takes off. Well, yeah. Well, and that's the, our, that our goal fun. was like we want to have fun with the subject, but not make fun of the subject. Mm-hmm. But we also wanted right. to be accessible to people who don't know anything about the subjects. And our, our overall or my overall goal was that people would watch something like this kind of laugh about it but then but then afterwards be like i mean it, it would be like a doorway for people who don't care about this stuff to be like maybe discover it and be like well i don't know like what do you like what do you think about because even like my, my and then sister, do their own homework on it exactly yeah, yeah i mean like my, my sister doesn't care at all about, or did not care about any of this stuff she, yes. this is all ridiculous nonsense to her whatever whatever but even she now owns books on bigfoot because she's kind of well I, maybe <laughs> you know like it it at least opened the door for her to kind of make it okay for her to to check it out and now she's started looking at some of the stuff so yep wow yeah. so you've had some converts then 
So, so a little bit, yeah. Let me ask yeah, this: So, I, are you do you have favorite puppet movies, favorite puppet shows? I have my favorite puppet movie. Uh, my favorite puppet movie will always be the Muppet movie. The Muppet it's movie, perfect. yeah. The huh? Muppet movie, Jim Henson's Muppet movie is perfect. It's absolutely interesting. I mean, okay. I mean, as far as because that's that was the movie that I grew up. I mean, that when I was a kid, I oh, saw yeah, it right. in theater sitting in the front row. I totally remember it. Love right. it. Did you see um, what is it? Team America, Raven? Is that the uh, soft? Yeah, Team America. <laughs> Did you I see love that? Team America with little Mary. Okay, the best part of that movie is when I don't remember any of the characters' names, but when the lead guy leaves the bar and he's yes. like so pissed drunk <laughs> and he just throws up for like twelve full minutes yeah. and then lands in it. Yes. And it's yeah. so gnarly. Yeah. Like it yeah. looks so gross, and it's a friggin' puppet. Yes, yeah, a puppet. It's so funny well let's not address the elephant in the room how about the, the puppet sex in the movie well, okay. <laughs> there's like unedited unedited versions of it yeah. i've seen the unedited unedited version Have, has anyone seen that oh, yeah. show oh, of hands oh, yeah. yeah okay yeah yeah okay of course it is it is grim it is entertaining but it's that they have oh, puppets doing it there's the funniest part about it Puppets, you know, enjoying their bodily functions. I guess you can't you can't unsee that now. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Right, and then they just go on and save the world. It's funny. The music is funny in that. Everything about, you know, everything about it is very funny. Well, look America. at look what happened to Barbie. You know, she's big time now. Bobby mm-hmm. just passed one billion dollars. Did you see that? One billion dollars in tickets. It's supposed to be a feminist movie. Did you know that, Raven? I don't see it that being a feminist movie. It's, but they're, no, they're mocking it as know. a feminist a movie. As you guys know, like I, I was a GI Joe girl. I was always like a tomboy, so Uh-oh. I never did Barbies except for when I completely defaced my sister's Barbies and I drew on them. <laughs> okay. um, All right. And I'm hearing so many good things about this movie and how mad it's making some some men out there. And I'm like, well, now I Same. need to go see it because you know if it's if it's making people that I don't like mad, then Good. Yes, let's go. <laughs> what I almost tried this weekend, now think of this, is to get um, X's wife, X's wife, you all know X's wife, to, to trick X into meeting us at the theater to go see Bobby. Can you imagine no. X <laughs> seeing that's, Bobby? Yeah, yeah, he didn't return the oh, didn't return the text. X is going to leave. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, he makes so much noise at the back. I would take, you know, go sit over there. Don't sit near me. But it'd be a funny reaction because a lot of people – you know, they say it's it's more serious than you think. It, it has a message, blah, 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 you know. Um, it, it's all, it could be all just hype, too. Oppenheimer, there's a little bit of hype involved there. You know, Oppenheimer. It's, I, I it's, don't think I'm going to go see the bargain. Yeah, to see when it's free or something like that, maybe, that, you know, get drunk that's something. How I am. I'm like, yeah, let me just wait until it's, like, streaming, and, like, I'll just rent it. You're going to see And it? the same with, like, no, Oppenheimer, because so. that's three hours. Girl Your girl can't make it three hours. Yeah, right. I need to yeah. pause it. I need to get up. I need to make yeah. a drink. I can't That's why my that. wife doesn't want to go see Oppenheimer. I got the tickets in my hand, front row seats, comfortable mm-hmm, seats mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. handle her up. Uh, uh, back condition, and now I'm going by myself. It looks like, yeah, it's it, no, she's, not, she's not too keen on it. It's so a long movie, donate, though. donate the ticket to somebody who needs it. Yeah, just be you know, some homeless guy will sit next to you at the, in the theater. Um, <laughs> you know, share popcorn. You have, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a small theater, it's not a IMAX or it's a it's a community theater here in Lymington, England. Yes, and it's a okay. it's just going to be, a, but it, it's a three hour movie. No matter how do you slice it? You see, already, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just drove the uh, facilities and they're okay. It could be cut down. They could easily have cut an hour out of the movie. Easily. Really? easily. And Whoa. also put 
titles underneath, like little subtitles or something. You know, this is Dr. You know, Fermi. He's in, oh, you know, <laughs> in Chicago. They, I hate to say it, but it's all these guys who are academics, white shirts, black ties, mm-hmm. lots of mm-hmm. blackboard, lots of chalk and shit, you know. You don't know who the hell they are. But they're important people in this, you know. And you go, right. who's that guy? You know, Mac, un- unless this is something you're doing for a college report, go ahead. why do you really care? I, well, because I, can't, I, I have you to know, because it, I went it, to it film school. Years ago. As you know, I went to <laughs> film school. And I, have, I, I can't help but see how the sausage is made. The sausages well, again. That's a point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really it kind of ruins it in a way, but it's much better in a wrap, though. Is it really? <clears throat> On my trip, <laughs> you've been in film school, okay? Yes, go ahead. Wait, you why did school? they release Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day? Was it the Barbie versus the bomb? I mean, was nope. that a, a marketing plan? It's a marketing plan developed by the two the two uh, movie companies, right? Yes, and and I'll. I'll you know, not to waste time on this, but I'll tell you exactly what it is. Is Tom Cruise, the tooth, okay? You can't handle the tooth. Actually saved the uh, cinema industry last year with the Top Gun movie, okay? Wait, wait the, did you say the cinema industry? Did I say cinema? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. The cinema industry. Okay. okay. I thought I was going Also the cinema. Um, he saved it because most big movies, you know, especially during the pandemic and, you know, the post-pandemic and all that stuff, were released on streaming. And they'd make as much money. They'd make even more money, frankly. Right? right? But they wanted to bring people back into the movies. So he agreed to release his movie in the movie theaters. All right? Huge right. success. Huge. I, I don't really like the guy, but huge. You know, for the, the kind of forward thinking you need in Hollywood or whatever in the showbiz, it was a great move. So that's last year. A lot of people came to the theater. People got out, spent money, et cetera, et cetera. This year, they go, what, what do we have? We have these like two – Huge movies. What do we do? We'll release them on the same weekend. Before, that was a whole. They would they would like fight each other in alleys, depending, you know, trying to figure out what weekend are you going to release your movie on. These two, they got it together, yep. and they said, and they're calling it Bobby Heimer, and you know, it's really Bobby, Bob, yeah, Barbara Heimer, <laughs> and it's yep. worth freaking Bobby a billion dollars. Give me a break. It came out like three weeks ago. That's a billion dollars. That's a shrewd yep. move. And Oppenheimer is probably right behind. You know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my international f- appeal, right? This is my film story. Not happening. <laughs> so anyway, it better be funny to go if X went to go see Bobby. He'd probably fall in love with oh it by the God. dolls. And stuff. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, watch he like loves it. <laughs> yeah, right. It'd be funny. Uh, hey, switch. Um, you're putting up the sign of the tra- uh, the train wreck. Is that does that mean we're coming into the station? I I, I sense that the, the show <laughs> yeah. is is getting close to wrapping. Okay, up. Yeah, it's about yeah about seven minutes. Okay. At least. Yeah. Okay, yeah, seven minutes or something. All okay, we're missing well, is the tortilla to go with it. That's all. What? So anyway. I want an egg and cheese wrap. Yeah, I want that thing that's – so, Switchy, what I saw on my trip to Florida was it was a um, – there were hamburgers shaped like hot dogs. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> hamburgers shaped Ew, like wait, hot dogs. what? Yeah. Brown pig they in a square put- hole. Yeah. There were hamburgers, but they were hot dogs. They were shaped like hot dogs. I stood in front of the case like for about two minutes, just my jaw open in awe. Someone would that's come up with that thing. idea. Okay. There's something wrong about that. Why? That's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, down oh, south, I was in oh, South Carolina no. at the time. You know. So. Oh no. There's a lot of crazy like stuff that. that goes on down there. Yeah, I, I, I would try Mark, it once for Mark's sure. Mark's face is accurate. Sounds anyway. like something uh, Switchy would have down south there. Down, well, that's I was down south as a thing. Wow. Wow. My God. So Switch. Sorry. Down south. Say, south America. Where right. south? We talking about? Then the South West Virginia. West Virginia. South Park. 
So, yeah, I'm so, just barely on the other side of the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, on the losing side. So, well, hey, listen, open up a history here. book. <laughs> but this is West by God, Virginia. Yeah, okay. You know, they, they, got, they, got, they seceded from uh, Virginia. Did they really? Why? Well, that's they, they formed, uh, oh. well, I think it had uh, to do with uh, slavery. Oh, but, really? Uh, okay. I'm All not right. that much of a historian. Is that an issue? So, I, I know million, the weird history better. I had a million jokes in that. Man, yeah. cryptids. Don't, don't, don't get too scholarly on me about real history. No, no chance of that here. Let me. So we have like three minutes left. Let me. I'm going to ask Sean this because he knows, seems to know a lot about it. So there's actually like erotic drawings of cryptids. Is that what I heard about an hour ago uh, it, that I dreamed? It's, about? it's it's not it's not drawings. It's actually like erotic fiction that you can get on like Amazon. And the crazy thing is, when you see the cover photos, they don't check. So, like, a, a while back, they had a company uh, called, um, oh, God, what was this? Jeff Byers had a company where they did uh, Bigfoot action figures and stuff. And his <laughs> action figures were on the cover of this book, and he didn't know it. Okay. They just used it. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I informed him. But yes. it's, just, it's just exactly what you think it is. Just smut. With Mothman and Bigfoot and, and see, I knew that Mothman. He was a perv, whatever. man. I could tell because who who made the statue? The pulling quarters out of his ass. <laughs> Bob he Roach put the quarters in there and then switch. Who puts them in you there? Know, is doing the Lord's work. And wow, is taking and pulling them out. Them out. Well, okay. no, no, I, I do the Lord's work by by revealing to people. They I mean they walk up there and, and listen. This Mothman doesn't get much action, but I'm just going to be a little. <laughs> Sounds like he gets here. a lot of action he, to me. If you look at him, he looks like a Ken doll. He does not have a schmeckle. Okay? Yeah, yeah, well, but, wow. <laughs> what people what people don't know is, uh, you know, they I, I, I show them there's a man in black in the second story window staring at you. Yes, really a mannequin, obviously. But and I go through the deal. I, I help them if they have got a group. I take their picture all together. Yes, and I say you can't leave until you discover the secret of the Mothman. You have to experience the full Monty. So then I take him around to the back, and the kids really crack up. They'll say, oh, it's Mothman's butt. And I'll say, no, no, we're very refined here. It's the shiny hiney. (laughs) So (laughs) he he does have a pretty firm tuchus, but uh, up front he ain't getting no action. There's no David Bowie bulge, is what you're saying in the front. Not even, no. I'll take it personally. Okay. Wow, huh? Okay, more than we need to know about Mothman. So there were actually stories where Mothman is, you know, getting it on with some kind of, uh, you know, girl that looks like a chicken or something. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's it's exactly what you think it is. Really? It's, yeah. It's like wow. romantic smut, but instead of a dude, it's a uh, it's Bigfoot or it's Mothman or or it, there's also there's also gay erotica that has B- Bigfoot and a dude. So like. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Well, it's all it's a yeah. it's a wild. Maybe that's world, we, we close up with the show on that. Wow. Yeah, it's so I, I funny got... that you mentioned that I I just learned about that like a month ago and my mind was blown to pieces. Yeah, it was crazy. When we finally yeah. figured out we're like, well, how are we gonna top this? <laughs> you, can't. you can't like you just can't. Impossible. You, can't. <laughs> you gotta write your own at that point. Go ahead. Yeah. Club, go ahead, club. Mac, I just wanted to say, you know, you might want to check that out. It might get you off X hamster, you know. What? He's trying to say X hamster friends. I just monitor that to see <laughs> what's up and and to and to see uh, you know what Juan uh, Juan is up to. Basically, you get that over there. Do you get the X hamster over there, Juanie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I had to call the cable company and and make sure that my content filter was turned <laughs> off up? because yeah. uh, yeah. this is, this place is a rental, and the person who owns it mm. set the content to. Uh, PG more or less, just in case. You oh, really? You have to change that. Kids yep. by default. 
So I've had to go in there. But you know, once you do that, you're good. Clinton, that's good. I wish they would wrap up this Russia-Ukraine war. You know why? Oh, man. They cut off a lot of Russian sites when that's uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, listen, why don't we wrap this show up? How about that? Okay. Sorry, you have the, that Ukraine flag there. How are they doing there, the Ukraine's club? You're a big fan. I asked- of today, not too good. Okay. All right. I think they just. They'll get our tanks next month in yep. some F 16s. F 16s, yeah. And that's going to make. Uh, I think they're laying low by them by, on purpose and they're hitting these uh, targets that are well outside of Ukraine, which is really going to be yep. worrisome for what's going on over there. Anyway, so. Why don't, I don't like it because I'm so close to it now. Don't worry. You won't hit. You won't feel a thing, Wani. <laughs> the asteroid's coming. Don't Yeah, really that's worry. right. Who's, it's a race. <laughs> it's a race. Anyway, all right, why don't we uh, oh, wrap up the show, right? What'd you say? No? Okay, we're getting, we're getting shrugs all around. That means yes. <laughs> uh, I want to thank our uh, guest, Sean Engelman. Have you ever thought of shortening your name? Like, just a Sean. Yeah. Yeah, like McDonald's. Just for Mac. Yeah. Sean, you got oh, uh, you got to excuse him. He, his his education is Dorchester High School. You'll feel even worse when I tell you that my middle name is John. So my name is actually Sean John Sean, Inglemon. Sean? But, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I now like I like it. it. Yeah, yeah, Sean John Inglemon. Yeah, okay. That does. That's like John Cougar Mellencamp yes, almost. Right. You got yeah. like that, that three names going on. And you got a lot more yeah. talent than that talentless karaoke singer. So look at... Um, you should use your entire name. You should use your middle name because that, now it, it kind of flows off the tongue, you know? Say it again. Right. Uh, Sean John Engelman. Right? Yeah. You're the brand yeah. expert yeah. there, Sean John Engelman. Sean John Engelman. That's, that's what the kids at school used to sing to me to make fun of me when I was a little kid. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah you know, it sticks. It's, it burns a little. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there's <laughs> a good way to get them back. once and then you beat them up, right? I was, a, I was a little fat kid. Uh-huh. So, no, not a lot. Not a lot. What do you do? Yeah. You get a bag of nickels, you see? You get a sock full of nickels. Anyway. <laughs> now I found them in the dirt. <laughs> you know, a little off track. So thank you for joining us, uh, John. Thank you for joining us, John. So it's Creepy Acres on YouTube. Very funny, really kind of twisted kind of comedy stuff. Really, really kind of cool. Human-sized puppets. Hey, you can't beat it. Thanks, Sean, for coming out. We really appreciate it, dude. Let's give him a clap. Thank you. So uh, thank you. Clap him off. Thank you, Okay, enjoy skin real soon. Uh, let's go to, well, let's go to you two guys, okay? You ready for the getaway? Anytime. We're going to the moose tonight. By the way, Wani, we're going to the moose tonight. We'll say hello to Going everyone. to the moose. Okay. Uh, Alan Aldo, uh, um, your Say phone? hi to, uh, yes. what's the face for me? Yeah, you know what I mean. Kayla. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're trying not to say her name. Did but, she ask uh, for me or what? Does she remember me? We'll see. Okay. Uh, we'll, so we'll ask you tonight. How about that? Okay. Um, All right. Ask if she remembers me. Okay. Al, will you take care of that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even know who she is. <laughs> Alan Al, the UFO mechanic. Thanks for joining us and uh, being the school. Glad to, glad to be here, Mac. It was, uh, it was uh, enlightening. Were you happy or sad that the women's soccer team lost? Yes and no. Happy or sad? Happy. Happy that they lost? Yep. Why? I'm yep. sad. Me too. I'm sad. Everyone's sad. Why are you happy? What's the matter with you? Are they not the ones who refused to uh, yeah, do the national anthem? Bunch of punks. Yeah. There you go. Also, uh, <laughs> very famous crime novelist, Max Zapula, thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, MZ. Mike, anytime. Had a great time. Okay. How's that Pepsi? That Pepsi will kill you. Yeah, uh, I think it just keeps me busy, really. Is it diet? Fat's <laughs> diet, yeah. Is it really? No, that's that's, that's like not going to kill me. There's a lot of other things. Red poison in that. <laughs> Is it really? 
Aspartame. Now you want Pepsi on their ass now, no, too? No, I'm saying the diet, any diet okay. drinks got aspartame, which is okay. used in rat poison. How about the bees? I don't, see, I don't see any rats in the studio. The dirty rats. They're, well, all, they're all dead. Just clowns. How about the bees? Real quick, how about the bees? Bees are still hanging in there. I, right. I don't know what, uh, you're not going to go in and start bee. digging them up and see what's going on in there. But Major, major bee malfunction down the island the other day. <laughs> They started pile driving for this house one street over, and the bees started this. It was a bee tornado. It was the weirdest freaking thing, man. Yeah. Literally a bee yeah. tornado. About the hives, one of the hives swarmed. And I, I'm not sure, but it might have been because the, the pile driver they use now is one of those vibrating ones. It's not a bang one. So it, it just that. it just shook the ground where it felt like, a, yeah. like it was an earthquake. And the next thing I know, there's 50,000 bees in the air, and the neighbors are all freaking out. So I, I called Mac. I called a couple other people. I go... Look at, Look at this. you want to see something you may never see again. Walk out your door right now, and it's like this cloud of bees and a freight train <laughs> sound yeah. going. Yeah, it was weird. It was a really kind of out of limits moment. <laughs> it was different. Oh man! So uh, I, I bet the I bet the rabbits were uh, going crazy too. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Way too many of them. There's a lot of rabbits, not enough coyotes. Hey, hey Mac, check yes. out Raven's screen right now. All that went away. Oh, when that weird, funky stuff goes on. It's like we're we're seeing what's going on in Raven's head. Yeah, he's here. Like yeah, thinking all these things really quickly. <laughs> Continuously drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that show Max Headroom. Remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yep, yep. Like just that. like projecting on my laptop. Raven Headroom. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Once again, some jokes in there. Thank you, Switchy, for joining us tonight. Switch. Hey, it was my pleasure. Good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, great to have Sean on the show. Yeah, yeah. Really entertaining. Yeah, yeah you guys really got it going on. Uh, uh, Club, thanks for joining us. Now you can dip into those Dunkin' Donuts, man. What do you got? I'll tell you. I, I'm, right now, I just so much to digest from the show. My head is spinning. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. And so you got, you got a dozen Dunkin' Donuts to help you digest stuff? I got I got some in the bag. I don't count them. I just reach in. <laughs> so, reach in. <laughs> if one is there, I'll eat it. Not yeah. to interrupt, but real quick, Sean, maybe you should make up a great white shark puppet. Oh, he would be pretty pretty interesting. Sure, then you, you could you, do a lot of damage with a shark. But then know? you'll have the set. You have the Saturday Night Live lawyers on your ass. Oh yeah, right? yeah, Meg. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, make a Sharknado. There you go. Yeah. I'm not sure how you do Th- that. Throw it in the air in, uh, in a fan. You know, they have uh, Cocaine Shock. There's a Cocaine Shock movie out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, Juan Juan, thanks for joining us, Juan. You're welcome. Okay. My pleasure, and it's an honor to do the show. You still got to call me at some point, but it looks like the pressure is off as far as. Okay. Kind of yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. I All like right. it when the pressure is off. Let me uh, remind people that we have a contest now. If you can uh, be one of the first five people to write to Mac Malone, wingman at macmaloney.com, hit the contact button, and tell us the name of the drink that Raven was drinking tonight. What's the name of Raven's drink? Raven, one more time. That is the Baywatch. The Baywatch, okay. You will win um, a uh, brand-new version of the mashup between Scrabble and Monopoly. This is, like, the biggest thing now in game board. Uh, world and I don't know. It's probably worth about fifty bucks uh, from our friend Phil Orbain, uh from Winning Moves. They make all the kind of Whoa. games that you want to know. So, Whoa. Okay, I'm sorry. I looked it up to yes, see sir. the name. It's just called Monopoly Scrabble. It's eighty dollars. Eighty bucks, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, they don't put my name. That's in what the, the article says that I just read, and it's literally just called Monopoly Scrabble, which yeah, I Monopoly think is Scrabble. really funny. I find that a weird combination, though. Yeah, it is a weird combination. Well, they put together this a mashup between Ring Dings and Twinkies. Did you hear about that, Club? Literally a mashup. 
Matt, no. Twinkies we'll and ring dings. Yes. What's a ring ding? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! They used to be yeah. good. They're not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're well. They're chocolate covered cakes with with healthy yeah, creamy they're, filling they're in the middle covered, and tons of chocolate covering it. Yes, oh. ring ding. Too much. They're, they're round too, aren't they? Like rolled up kind of things. Those are yodels. Yeah, they're circular. Yeah. 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 They're like whoopie wow. pies on a lot. They're circular. They're like, they're like rolled. It's I'm like hungry. a layered In a product. circle, yeah. Yeah. It's not that's a Swiss roll? Like a, no, no they, you're thinking like of yodels. None of those bakery products taste like they used to. We they don't. And, of course, our taste buds aren't what they were when we were kids either. Hey, I Sean. Suppose, but jeez. Sean, see what you signed on for? I could use Eat Devil Dogs all is, day long. It's our cooking segment. Our food segment. Exactly. <laughs> we're critiquing <laughs> Little Debbie snacks. All right, you're, you're talking food. You're, you're, you know, you understand. We got it. Look at him with that the devil talk, dog. Devil dog is my favorite. Yeah, I love dog, devil dog. You know? Come yeah. on, you can't really get can. it. Yeah, reach it. There you go. <laughs> you rip the plastic off of it. Anyway, okay, let's do the plugs. The plugs are Homes for Our Troops. Homes for Our Troops is an organization that, on our donations, are able to build houses for our veterans in uh, post 9 11 combat. That'd be the Afghan war, the Iraqi war. Some of these folks came home missing a limb. And what Homes for Our Troops does, what Homes for Our Troops does, is that they build houses that are adaptable to their needs. So. Not a lot of steps, wider doorways, lower counter space, stuff like that. And when um, the house is finished, they rip up the mortgage, they give them the keys, they do not, they give them the house. They do not have to worry about a mortgage payment hanging over their heads every month, and they're able to go out and really uh, join society again. Uh, these are uh, people who gave a lot for us, so we should give to them. Homes for our troops, just uh, 90% of your charity dollar goes to our veterans. Just go on Google and uh, check them out, Homes for our troops. And um, that's it. So I want to uh, thank everyone for listening. And until next time, this is Mac for the entire gang saying be safe, be happy, and bye-bye.